0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the rotting pot of sorriness I like to call a podcast. Today, I have a special guest. He can easily be mistaken as Bolo Young's (laughs) mini-me. When he's not dancing, you can catch him doing what all the other South Sac Asians do, fishing. Give a warm welcome to my friend, Third Eye Chai, a.k.a. Swells1. This is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, dude? How you doing? Shit, I'm doing good, man. Yeah. Just, uh you know
1: uh living life enjoying it yeah yeah
0: Yeah, no i mean like right now it seems like a kind of weird time because there's just like so much uh political shit going on and it's yeah kind of driving everybody crazy i think for me i'm just like i don't really care about it all (laughs) i just want it all over with you know what i mean
1: yeah it's crazy um all this covid and like politicians trying to come up with some type of plan to like fix it or whatever. And you just don't know what's going to happen. And honestly, all we can
0: do is just wait, <laughs> wait and find out and see what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm hoping that this all blows over pretty soon. Cause it, it, like what bothers me a lot is that the scene, the the dance scene is just really taking a hit. Cause mm-hmm. like you can't, it, it's, it's a social thing, Right you can't do it without being right with people. So it's like, all right, I guess dancing doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah. Mean, you can practice by yourself and stuff, but that's yeah. not really, that's not really, uh, uh, dancing in my opinion. It's just kind of practicing.
1: Right. So. I, I, yeah. Cause like if you, if you see a lot of the, like the, the bigger events that usually happens on a big stage and like mm-hmm. in a, in a nice venue and all the theatrical setting that they have set up, <clears throat> it, it takes away that vibe that that rawness and that that uh that feeling of of uh community right because because mm-hmm. whenever we used to go to events back in the days where you know how i met you and Vince, your twin um i saw you guys at an event uh in, at washington center i was like who's yeah. these guys they're like super early to the <laughs> event and they're like chilling like kind of like oh we're just uh skateboarders learning how to break
0: <laughs> i think but i was only breaking for probably like a Couple months at that Yeah. Time. Like yeah, I was a skater. Yeah. I was a skater and I just started breaking at that time. So I think yep. yeah, we were at that event and we were like, what
1: all this shit. right and so when we walk into the building we're like oh yeah we're the we're the b-boys of sacramento you know like kind of having that persona yeah you know like we're here for battling ba- yeah back <laughs> when you
0: had a freaking like blonde bulk
1: <laughs> i mean you know asian bowl cuts were the thing you back in the this. days <laughs> it was cheap it was funny
0: because a lot of people had them asian bowl cuts even yeah <laughs> even people that weren't asian
1: for real and, and <laughs> the craziest thing is like there's so many other different races nowadays in the uh, new generation of youngsters that actually find bow cuts to
0: be like appealing. I'm like, dude, <laughs> would bro. you call that? Would you call that cultural appropriation, though? <laughs>
1: uh, so for some part, I mean, if you're like part Asian or whatever, but I think it's just more like, oh, it's a fad. Like, oh, this was the thing back in the days. But kid you not, like back then it was like. Bro, look at this dude's bowl cut like he Hell just mops yeah. head, <laughs> mean, put a bowl in there and just start trimming scissors. the
2: exactly
0: <laughs>
1: now i'm bald i mean so i got a ball cut bald <laughs> it's, all, it's all good i ain't gonna worry about <laughs> oh, that anymore man. dude yeah know,
0: those are the days that was like like early 2000s i think
1: yeah like 2000 so i was a freshman um 2001 yeah, that's probably yeah 2001 uh, I, I got into breaking and then um and then, like, a couple years after that, that's when I saw you guys. I think mm-hmm. it was, like, a, a junior or something or a senior. I'm not sure. Uh, but,
0: um, yeah, I think I probably met you. No, I think I met you when I was a freshman. A freshman? Well, was it? Freshman or senior, maybe. Yeah. I mean, freshman or uh, junior. What is the next one? Probably a uh, sophomore. Sophomore,
1: yeah. Yeah, probably a sophomore, a sophomore or something.
0: Sophomore. But. Yeah. Yeah, well, so um, so how how exactly did you get into dancing?
1: Uh, So, I grew up in Oak Park. Which is like the hood of Sacramento, hood. right? South Sacramento, you know, Oak Park, Mozzie. Which shout outs to Mazi, man. Yeah. Hey.
0: <laughs> now now Oak Park is getting all gentrified and shit. I was driving yeah, through there. I was like, this isn't crazy. the Oak Park. I nah. Like, you You have to roll your windows up Bro, in, in, in that yeah. Oak Park. But because I, well, so, I haven't lived in Sac for a while. Like, I just recently moved back and I've been out for probably five or six years now. Yeah. And so coming back, no, maybe six or seven years. But anyways coming back I'm like, yeah. oh this place is changing dude it's so.
1: yeah it's developing like crazy yeah. a lot of uh, hipsters and actually young families that come from the Bay Area yeah, you know because they can, that's all they can afford uh-huh. you know sucks to be you know living out there in the Bay Area where homes are like over a million plus for like a two bedroom one bath yeah, or, it's
0: stupid it's stupid yeah. expensive
1: but yeah Sacramento has gentrified a lot which is good uh, once Kevin Hart or not Kevin Hart, wrong person. Kevin Hart. Uh, Kevin Johnson. I'm sorry, Kevin <laughs> Johnson. Yeah, Kevin Johnson kind of went back and uh fixed it up a little bit, but it wasn't until like people actually that had wealth started to move in, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and then they started to change the the neighborhood, um, and now it's a lot more peaceful. I mean, you still get gunshots here and there. Like I have a Ring app, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, uh, you see people
1: driving yeah. by and. Bro, they're always Being suspect and shit yeah they like there's a community for ring right i don't yeah, know yeah, if you yeah, have yeah. one. so but they would share stuff like texts and stuff on the ring and then you could see it pop up on your your ring app and like oh yeah did you guys hear shooting in old park i'm like what yeah. <laughs> and i'm like i'm glad i'm out of that neighborhood you know what i mean yeah. but um yeah so like grew up in old park my my brother was running around with a bunch of his friends that he went to high school with mm-hmm. Uh, he went to Sakai and he was all into, you know, hip-hop during mm. the early 90s. It was like the biggest thing like graffiti and everything. I just remember him having a backpack that was red and uh, It had graffiti all over it Like mm. there was graffiti like tagged all over it. and it was crazy because it was done by numerous amount of people oh,
0: yeah. It wasn't That's just high. yeah,
1: it wasn't just him. So I was like what the heck is this, you know, so um, I just saw this this uh a, a lot of gang violence and a lot of crime and a lot of uh, just stuff you don't want to grow up with, and, and uh, when you're mm-hmm. a kid. Yeah. But um, when when you saw something like that, like art, it was like, oh, there's there's actually something different that was, uh, was that was positive, mm-hmm. you know. It, it, it didn't have to involve like committing a crime or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I saw that, and then my brother was like running around with a, a bunch of b boys or they call them breakers back in the days.
0: Yeah, breakers. pop lockers. Yeah, pop lockers. <laughs>
1: yeah, pop lock and drop it.
0: <laughs> pop lock and drop it. That was before that song though.
1: <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, they were there were breakers and then the breakers would be just straight power movers. Like they mm-hmm. just do flares, windmills. Whoever can do like the most like flares or whoever can do the best. Flare combo. ninety flare. Exactly. Flare ninety flare. And air flares weren't even around yet, like yeah. until like ninety-four, ninety-five. Mm-hmm. So you Know um, flare to windmill to, to crickets to crab to UFOs to Boston crab and then flare again back into 90 or that's
0: a hard move. It's a it, dude, it's, it, <laughs> that's yeah. a really hard combo.
1: Boston crab to flare to <laughs> 90? Yeah, that's a
0: hard one. That's crazy.
1: I can't even do a split, so imagine
0: Boston <laughs> crab. Yeah, that's a hard
1: one. Person I know that can uh, hit it really clean is um, actually two people. There was it's, a couple uh,
0: that I remember from back in.
1: Yeah. Well in Sacramento is uh Marcus. Marcus Marcus. Yeah, Marcus, Marcus, Marcus. Do him. Yeah. Yeah. Marcus From can go Flex. Yep. He can go Boston Crab into Flair and then Yeah, he I'm good. Yeah. And then um I think um Air Steps. What's his name? Um uh, uh what's his name? Um Airflare Air, Oh, His Aero? brother. Air. Yeah, so Arrow yeah. could do those. I don't remember really him plain. doing
2: that.
0: Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he could do it. He's flexible. Oh, and yeah. He's got crazy power. Yeah.
1: I've seen him do it like back in high school when he used to come out to McClatchy because he went yeah. to Burbank. And I grew up uh, going to school oh, with the, the kids, the mom kids at McClatchy. Oh, yeah, yeah. So those guys, yeah, they, they used to oh, bring yeah. um, bring those guys over and we used to practice a lot. But...
0: Errol, Errol Dynamic.
1: He had that. Er- oh, Errol. He yeah, could that's do right. Boston Errol.
0: Crab to a lot of crap, but yeah. Yeah. Flare 90, yeah.
1: There. He's got some clean Boston Crabs too. Yeah.
0: There was like yeah. I mean I remember I think Poison did it too, I remember he didn't Poison have boss? Poison yeah Poison
1: a b boy Poison um I'm not quite sure but
0: from a... uh what crew was it Renegade he was in Renegades
1: for a oh yeah 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 I think I remember uh watching old footage feel like I've seen him do it but
0: yeah, yeah whatever I mean yeah it, that was a hard combo and right. if you could hit it you you were legit <laughs> that was your, yeah. that was your your b boy card right
1: yeah so like that got me into breaking like my brother would go to practices with these these breakers, you know, and I was into video games. I was like, dude, Super Nintendo, I'm on it. <laughs> like from sun sunrise to sundown, you know, oh, I, I would- What were you playing? Super Mario. Um, oh, okay. uh, what's that, uh, the, that duck shooting game? <laughs>
0: oh, Duck Hunt? Duck Hunt.
1: <laughs> yes, that was a big one, bro. That
0: game is interesting.
1: Yeah. Man. And then they came out with this bazooka looking like thing uh, with Super Nintendo. Mm. And they, they, you were uh, you were to shoot, like, machines. I don't oh, remember I don't what remember game, that game that is, but it came with the console when you bought it. Mm. So I bought that whole system, and then that game came with it. And that's all I would play is that game, Duck Hunt on Nintendo, and then Super Mario yeah. on Super Nintendo. And then uh, Mario, yeah. Man, Mario I didn't
0: games. have any video games until I was, like... Until the Nintendo 64 came out, and that was when I got a Sega Genesis. (laughs) Dang, (laughs) Sega! (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's
0: when I got a Sega Genesis. Yeah, I mean, because we didn't have shit. um, Yeah, yeah, I got a Sega after the Nintendo. Like it was like everybody at school had the Nintendo 64, and I was like, oh yeah, I want to get that. And then we get the Sega Genesis because now it's on sale.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it's super old, (laughs) older. (laughs)
0: That's funny. Yeah. I wasn't really playing games till much later, but, um, yeah.
1: I think one thing about playing games when you're, when you're young is that you try to accomplish a goal, right? Mm-hmm. Beating the game. Yeah. So in art, I saw it as like, okay, how can I beat this game? You know? Mm. And then it didn't, I didn't realize this until I got a little older with how it, it actually applies to like life. Mm. Uh, for instance, like hitting a move or, mm-hmm. Uh, accomplishing some type of like goal outside of breakdancing mm-hmm. or uh or uh your your art form so from what i've learned from from playing games was uh add
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and um, hand and eye coordination of course and also trying to to beat that game so yeah. if i'm trying to learn the move or whatever i'm, I'm gonna keep doing it until i finally get it or or i'll just switch that flip that move and turn it into something where i can actually um where i can actually hit instead of trying to do that move Mm. and not accomplish it so
0: i know games back then were like relentlessly hard and so it was like you had to have a certain uh perseverance to like get through like a certain level and i imagine that carries over to a lot of stuff definitely art where you know you have a goal you want to accomplish and it's like you have this relentless perseverance to accomplish that goal mm-hmm. and so i mean i don't know if it's the video games that create that right or whatever i would think it's probably more of a quality of the person but, yeah um but yeah it certainly shows in in that kind of world you know the yeah. video game
1: world so. for sure um games is kind of excessive nowadays yeah i, I think a lot it's of more people... of like
0: entertainment st- because yeah. it's not relentlessly hard anymore it's like if you just have the time it's like a movie more I yeah think. well at least some, most of the games nowadays it, like it, it's just
1: more of like a stimulation yeah. also i i think uh, like if you're stimulating your brain like it occupies you right yeah. so then you're like oh you know next level or oh that guy's trying to kill me i gotta go kill him mm. you know he's got 20 kills i got five i gotta try to catch up <laughs> get my ratings up you know so i can get more coins or whatever i'm like yeah. i don't play those games but i just hear about people talking about them, like Hey, that's all you do.
0: (laughs) I I I had to cut a lot of video games out of my life. Yeah, it's it's fun, but it 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 distracts you a lot. I think from accomplishing goals. I mean, ultimately, you like aren't really doing anything in the game. I mean, not not to knock people that like you know make a career out of doing video games or nothing. Yeah, like I know Shine out there is doing it. Shout out to him and and Joe the Bully. Shout out to him. Yeah, for sure. Um, but like. You know, for me, it's like it's easy to get addicted to that kind of stuff. And if it's not like accomplishing something that you right. want to accomplish in your life. Right. I find that it's just fat in your life and you yeah. got to just cut it out, you yeah. know, in, in my opinion. Yep. Um, so not not that I don't indulge every once in a while, but, you know, I'm the type of person where it's like. I will get like relentlessly obsessed with like doing something <laughs> in it. So it's like, you're like, I gotta I need do to, all of it. I need to I need focus. Cause that, cause that could be a skill or a detriment in my opinion. Right. 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 Like, cause if you're relentlessly um, obsessed with getting good at like a move, like a breaking move, that mm-hmm. could be really good for you. Or like kicking off a business or in this case, like starting a podcast or whatever. Right. right. Um, that's, that's a good skill to have. But if it's like, if you're relentlessly obsessed with doing something that distracts you from the stuff you actually wanna do, it's now just a d- deterrent from, from yeah. you know solve, ha- accomplishing your goals.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. Um, like from not playing games for me in my situation of where I've, I, I've come to realize is that um, I get a lot more done when there's not a lot of distraction Mm -hmm. and honestly like gaming is taking off no no disrespect to like hardcore gamers who are actually you know turning it into their nine to five or even you know making a lot of money off of it Mm -hmm. so no disrespect to that i think it's it's great if if that's what you find a passion doing and just like art you know breaking Uh, because we you know b-boys we we used to spend a lot of money you know mm. uh, and, and that goes for art in general i think a lot of times people they they, they invest in something right so with breaking we, we we drove ourselves like i remember your dad used to drive us all the way up to oregon mm. we used to go to ashes of ashes oh,
3: yeah, and
1: that, yeah and that's a lot of time commitment for your dad and he was like hella cool about it he's like yeah you know i'm down to go to oregon yeah like, <laughs> Trucking along like two two van, two cars or a big old yeah. van.
2: Those
0: were the days <laughs> full of like kids. Going all the way yeah, I mean, how old are
1: we? <laughs> yeah, we were probably we're like,
0: seventeen.
1: Yeah, like super young, you know? Yeah. But it was it was thrilling because we were like, Yeah, we we're with all our friends, the camaraderie was there.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, we, we loved this art and we talked a lot of crap about other B boys and then <laughs> talked about a lot of other moves and used to hate on e- each other like jokingly. But um yeah. The memories that we we carry you know carry to this day is like dang that's Mm. pretty dope
0: like is is that like one of your favorite parts of of breaking like the camaraderie and the like family that you kind of build around it
1: um yeah i i would say so i wish it was more um present like i wish that we we would like be uh, have more of that, and uh, I- even through our own personal life. But I know that everyone has their own like um, personal things that they have to take care of, like you know, building a family or mm-hmm. uh, or an occupation where it takes time away from having that camaraderie. Mm-hmm. But um, but I, I yeah, it's it's one of those moments where it's like wow, those were really good memories, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can you can look back, and every time you think about something like that, you use, like you either laugh or you are like, damn, I wish I'd never done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: No. You know, that's the interesting thing about memories is you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. The, the hindsight is 2020, 20 and you're like, oh man, I shouldn't have done that. Or, <laughs> yeah. Or like, or yeah, in, in, in many cases, like, yeah, that was like one of the dopest things that ever happened. Right. What, right. So what was actually one of like the dopest experiences you think you've had? Like, I guess in the kind of breaking dance world, <clears throat>
1: oh man there's so many many times really dope i think uh when i first started to like take breaking seriously Mm. um it was it was uh me my boy leslie and abe and the whole flex flave basically Mm -hmm. uh we went to b-boy summit and mm-hmm. that that's when like breaking actually it it, it really hit me like culturally. Okay. Mm, that and it as,
0: wasn't just some losers rolling around on the floor. It ex- was like yeah. a legit like <laughs> culture. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it was almost like a culture shock. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um like we went to this event, B Boy Summit. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was in like two 2000- thousand was 2002 was that the one
0: in 2002?
1: No, where was that? Was in LA, right? That was in LA, yeah. It, the one that Asia One <clears throat> used yeah, to throw yeah. with, um, I forget his name, but um, but anyways, yeah. So we went to that event, and I just remember like all these dope b boys from all over the world, like yeah. Japanese b boys, yeah. uh, Korean b boys weren't like around yet because they couldn't get to the states yet at that time, yeah. Um, and then it was a uh, Japanese B-Boys You had uh, B-Boys from New York You had B-Boys from Florida You had Skill Methods there Yeah, had Camel was there You had uh, I think Alien S was even there mm-hmm. uh, So you had all these legendary Like B-Boys That people talk about And then You would only see them On
0: footages Some like Gr- like gritty ass footage that <laughs> yeah. sucks like you can't even see. It's like hella face. glitchy and
1: yeah on a just... VHS tape that your friend always steals.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. <laughs> like, Rodney. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Rodney? What You're up, Rodney?
1: You stealing all my footage, man. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, but yeah, we went to that event, man. It was just a, a crazy eye-opener because you see Kamel just thrown down and he was smoking B-boys like left and mm-hmm. right. That he battled like, crumbs. He battled. He battled the whole uh, style elements by himself.
0: Mm. Yeah. Which? Wait. So which? Which one? Which? This was what year?
1: Uh, I believe it was two thousand and one or two thousand and two. Mm, okay. Yeah. So it was before I met you guys. Yeah. Yeah. But I just remember going there, and man, it was it was crazy because you you saw like like real locking, and in mm. Sacramento, there you, wasn't lock. <laughs> there was no there was locking. No lockers. We were like, what is locking? <laughs> you know we, we would hear about it We were like What the hell are they doing Like wiggling their arms look kind of goofy You know <laughs> Like <laughs> Looks super funny
0: Or you know what Even poppers Like Popping was around in SAC But like I don't think I made the connection That it was even involved with hip hop Because it was always like I seen Like yeah. some gangsters over there Like doing doing something i'm like what the heck is that and then it didn't like hit hit me that that's like part of hip-hop till i went to like a big event and i was like oh them gangsters are like (laughs) they're a part of what i do too (laughs) exactly
1: because like that that was like their uncles and their brothers or like their cousins used to you know drink 40 ounces hang out with their cousins and stuff and then they would just turn on a you know, yeah. like a low rider beat and those just start popping. Yeah. I'm like, all right. And then it just kind of like, you know, it gets passed on. Old, so
0: Yeah. The OG session pass yeah. around the old, the, the old English. and Right. Exactly. <laughs> and 40 popping. ounce. Then everyone starts tutting.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, so, so when I saw that man and, um, it opened my eyes, it, it, I just saw breaking in a whole different way. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like the level that That the b-boys were actually at it was like how can i ever get to that point you know Mm. and that's where video game comes in right Mm. because i want to beat that game so Mm. how can i beat that game or how can i get to that level of where all these really dope legendary b-boys are at
2: Mm.
1: and that's when i started to take breaking like really serious Mm. you know and then ever since then it's just kind of like it was like a journey it's just It's kind of like you're floating on a, a spacecraft out in open space. I'm like Starman right now, you know, and okay. just just chilling in space, and you're just cruising. So, so, wh-
0: so what was the thing, um, I guess, that you realized you needed to do to 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 win the game?
1: Um, train, like, just train, like, put in hours. Yeah, yeah, like ridiculous amount of training. I've always been like very athletic, you know. Mm-hmm. I played uh, football in high school. Mm. I, I I made the cut, but. I didn't want to join the team because the team the team sucked, and I didn't want to get oh, injured. You know
0: that was at McClatchy. That
1: was at McClatchy. Yeah. I was a, a senior. I was playing running back, but um, so I used to do that, and I would go right after practice, like from football practice to breaking. Oh shit! And that was crazy. And yeah, then that's uh, a lot of work. yeah, so I've always been athletic. You know, I I um I played soccer too when oh, okay. I was in middle school um play midfield so i would start the ball so that's probably why my speed is like always really fast mm. um it's slowed down a lot more now that i'm a little older but uh, that was that was my thing was speed and because fast i had footwork. yeah fast footwork and just on beat mm-hmm. try to be on beat and uh create along the way mm. yeah so
0: so do you think like um uh So i I mean i guess like your athleticism really fed into like your style would you agree with that yeah
1: i i I think so because my coaches right he or them would would guide me in that right direction of okay you need to do this in order to get to this level right Mm -hmm. so lay out a platform for me and say art follow it, follow it and basically get to a level where they want you to be or mm-hmm. push you to your max capacity mm-hmm. so i would always always uh push push myself to a point where i feel like it's never enough so i've always been really hard on myself yeah yeah
0: that kind of makes sense because it's like yeah in those sports it's like you uh you value um explosiveness and stuff and that's right. kind of like your style is like explosive fast right. quick quick movements musicality <laughs> um so i could see how that kind of like maybe helped you develop like the style you have Mm -hmm. um so i guess talking about musicality um i know that that's definitely like your thing um what do you think i guess could you break down uh the importance of musicality in in your dance um so
1: the way i move is i have moves that that i've trained on that i perfected And those are my moves. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and I throw that into my, um, my rounds. Oh, you want me to stop?
3: Okay.
1: Oh, so I, so I throw that into my round, uh, as I'm throwing my rounds, I just put those moves in between them and chop them up. And so it's, it's, excuse me. It's almost like freestyling, but it's not rhythmically. Rhythmically, is that even rhythmically rhythmically that uh, (laughs) (laughs) anyways one of those words uh we well for me um i would dance on beat to the music right i would follow it and the the same eight count plays in my head every time i dance Mm -hmm. so it's it's kind of like uh second nature to me Mm -hmm. second nature second Shout, out. <laughs> shout outs to win. <laughs> um, so it's second nature to where I don't even need to count anymore. Like one, no. two, three. Like I, it's all in my head now, you know. Because once I hear that that one to eight count of that beat, mm. it's replaying in my mind. Mm. And so while I'm listening to that music, I'm dancing on beat. And in between that, while I'm freestyling okay with my footwork my flow I'll throw in my moves and and a lot of my moves it can be spontaneous or it's already premeditated Mm. like if I know that music is coming like if that beat that last eight is come eight count is coming I'll prepare my move to where it goes bent bent, bent."
2: bam, bant.
1: you know so I'll uh I'll freestyle into that move to where I can hit that, that beat to make it more noticeable.
0: Mm. So uh, like, I know it like with, um, with like breaking music. Well, yeah. A lot of hip hop music. It's like four to the floor type, type of beats. Right. Um, do you ever break to music? That's not that kind of style of, of beat. Um, because I find that it's interesting to do that because like yeah. you're so used to this one, right? Uh, I guess uh, I don't know pattern of, of music because that's almost all the stuff that we break to. But yeah. uh, like listening to something else and just trying to pick it apart, it makes me have to be more active about like the dancing, you know? Right. Because it's it's kind of easy to just get into like a, 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 a hypnotic state almost with right. with the music. Because like, especially a song you've heard a million times, you're just like. Shit. Dude, I know exactly <laughs> what's going to happen in the song. Um, yeah. So it's easy to kind of get into that that mindset. But then playing like a brand new song that has a beat pattern that you're just completely not used to. Right. Um, like trap music, for instance. Like sometimes it's it, 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 some of it will have like a four to the floor type of feeling. But a lot right. of it is like it's it 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 has it's like a double time music in in a way and so like it sounds slow but it's also fast at the same time and so you really have to like pay attention a lot more And they have kind of like uh triplet patterns sometimes that just kind of get thrown in there every once in a while and they just kind of don't make sense sometimes and i I feel like it's interesting to, to dance to that because you're just more active about trying to figure out what what you need to hit and right i don't know it also makes me listen to different instruments too because i just am not i don't quite understand the song yet and so right. i'm like picking out all the different things in the song um so i don't know if does that do you ever do that
1: uh um i mean if if, if, it, if it's an event like like an actual competition yeah
0: they won't play that but
1: so yeah it's like lean rock he, he plays a little bit of trap too
0: once in a while yeah,
1: yeah. once in a trap uh once in a, a while he'll play a little bit of trap he won't with play some it in a battle though he'll play
0: right. it in like a cypher or like he'll play it for uh, it, like when they do all styles battles and yeah stuff. sometimes i like the all style cyphers like more because they play some just yeah. off the wall stuff sometimes and i'm like yeah I, I you know this is like dope like right you know it, it, it's a groove it's a different groove than i'm used to
1: right you know? right and that's the thing uh is that like b-boys when they enter like an all styles battle we listen to the same exact like beat. It almost becomes like monotone, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then when we enter on all styles battle, they play everything.
0: Yeah, and you're and if you just break like you normally <laughs> yeah. break, you look monotone. Compared exactly. To them. Like if right. you, like like I like watching um, like Lay Twins, right? Because those guys are just you could play any song and they just can they, and they'll vibe they, they blend it. into it, right? And uh, you, you have like a, a b boy that comes in to do that that can't really blend into the music it's like really obvious like when you see when you see that big difference between them and it's not like one of them is like a much better dancer it's just they they have melded with this style of music like a lot easier and i think it's because it's a skill that all styles dancers in particular like get really good at yeah because they all types of music get thrown in their in their in their right but
1: um yeah with like with um Music, music, uh, suggestions or choices, like or even dancing to it. I, 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 I do uh, house dance mm-hmm. once in a while. Like when I went out to Minnesota, uh, when I lived there for five years, I did a lot of house, mm-hmm. and I under, I started to understand how that upbeat tempo is when you start doing house, like yeah. that bounce, you know, uh, that that jack, so that that right there is what i picked up and i actually got those movements and i actually uh, blended that style into breaking my top Mm. rocks so now my top rock has a little bit of bounce to it and like if you look at my top rock footwork it almost has that 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 uh that house step Mm. so my dance has evolved not from just the bounce boom boom cap yeah. boom boom cap how we were taught you know yeah. um so it, it definitely changed and i, I think that uh, listening to other music definitely makes a big difference yeah. but it all depends like if if i'm gonna play some like jazz jazz is gonna be a little bit different you know it's so you have you have a uh, smooth jazz and you have like old school jazz mm. so that's more chill um you can do more movements to it but the only thing is like breaking is about energy right so Mm -hmm. we need a like a faster BPM in order to get our our blood flowing you know Mm -hmm. and um and I think that's what helps with listening to more high tempo uh, music so that way we can we can use that music and and uh, feed off of it and
0: uh move the way we do but yeah so I guess going along with that um Music obviously like uh, is important to like the dancing. How does it factor into like your creation process? Like when you're making moves or you know some kind of concept for, mm-hmm. for a new move?
1: Yeah. Um. So going back to like freestyling, like with the musicality and all of that, I just let the music do its thing. Honestly, mm. my 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 body is a, a rhythm, right? Mm-hmm. Because if, if if I'm actually it's more of an instrument, okay? Because uh-huh. I'm an object. So if my body is an instrument, what difference does it make if I was to step on the snare? Mm-hmm. Or hit a hit a freeze on the the, the drop mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, so how I create is that I just let the music do its thing ride its course until you know when that eight is coming right or the one whichever one it is you prepare for the eight and then the drop comes on the one right mm-hmm. so try to find a way like in that given moment where that beat's about to drop and just do something right mm-hmm. you can do a freeze like practicing to to hit beat on a yeah. freeze is actually very beneficial
0: yeah you, you you remember metal right from rep yeah yeah, yeah yeah he yeah. has a really interesting way of uh, doing it because right he he basically does that i mean like he'll go with like a, a, an eight count pattern um and he'll do his footwork and then he'll just at any moment when he knows you know something's gonna happen in the song he'll do like one of i think five things it's a i think he said it was a a jump um was a jump, a kick, I think a, a, a spin, mm-hmm. um, a roll, or like a freeze, or a stop, some oh, kind of stop. So and it was like, so it was just he he run, he would run these drills, um, and I think my brother actually has a video with him on his mm-hmm. channel about mm-hmm. this. Um, but it's really it's really cool because he just he makes these really cool like footwork patterns just with doing those really simple things, and it's just like you can kind of teach really anybody those five moves right like say you were doing a beginner breaking class and you say like here's five moves you got to do right you can do whatever you want between them right but as soon as i say uh, jump you jump as soon as i say freeze you freeze you know and it's you kind of just play a game and um when i saw that and i saw i think i think that he was he even had a video showing like little kids doing it and i was Mm -hmm. like oh that's cool and then you see metal do it too. And it's like a really high level of it. And it's like super legit looking. And so I was like, man, this is like, it, it made me realize that sometimes we make breaking a lot more complicated than it needs to be because he he made this really dope style out of just that. And obviously right. metal can do a whole lot more than just those moves, right. but it's like, you know.
1: Yeah. I, th- I think that, um, you know, we, that's very dumbed down in a sense where it's it's simple yeah and it actually works yeah Um, it it
0: makes you it i think what's dope about it is it makes you think in a different way because before that you're thinking about all this huge amount of moves you have to like how to do it but it's like no forget all that crap all you can do this is the only moves you have here right so now what are you doing you're just focusing on music right now what are you going to do the music you have five moves you can do to this beat so go for it. And yep. so I think that it, it really helps like change sw- switch, a switch something in your brain to like think more towards music and, and less towards moves.
1: Yeah. And, and honestly, like uh, with 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 creating moves, it can be very simple. You know, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't even have to be like flying in the air and then, you know, going into a chair
0: mm-hmm.
1: to where you're about to snap your arm. You know what I mean? Like the, the risk is very high when you're doing stuff like that but honestly if you look at some b boys uh let's let's take for example rocks right okay rocks right does not do big caliber caliber moves no. he does very intricate uh bah, 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 type yeah. of type he, of moves he does,
0: yeah he'll do like exactly basic kind of like uh stack right stack moves right and just link them all together in a really dope way yeah yeah and and, i mean he's like a king of fundamentals in my opinion yeah he's
1: like the the basic b-boy that is like explosive yeah you understand what i'm saying and and the the craziest part is that he's so clean Mm -hmm. so trying to find a b-boy that can do basic moves last forever run Mm -hmm. rounds around you and 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 still be very explosive you know in his own art form in his own movement I think that we do tend to think like, okay, if I don't hit this air floor, or if I don't, if I don't do like a crazy move to where it's, uh, it, it it looks really sharp on stage or a big open space, then it's not good enough, you know. But that's actually not the case. It's how you do it, you mm-hmm. know, not not versus what you do, but it's how you do it. Yeah. Ken Swift actually has this thing where he, um, it's like a judging system that he has for himself. Mm-hmm. Um, where he'll he'll draw a, uh, a circle, a spiral, and he'll just never take the pen off of the paper, and he'll keep drawing it and drawing it. And yeah, exactly. So he'll keep moving. When that person goes, if he sees something that he likes, he'll make a mark, and he'll keep drawing it, oh, and then cool. he'll make a mark. And like the, the bigger the move looks to him, the bigger the the little. Indentation that he oh, makes. Oh, so it's
0: kind of like uh, one of those heart monitor things.
1: Exactly. Like, yep. Boom. Yep.
0: Yeah. You know what? Like actually, that, man. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. No. I, that that makes a lot of sense. Cause I so I've been actually thinking a lot about how to judge battles. Cause I like am not convinced that the way we judge them now, right, is right is is a hundred percent correct, right? Because, you know, like take Dizzy's system for instance like it has all this like criteria that's involved with it like i think that's cool and all but in my opinion like the dopest part about breaking is that you can do whatever you want and so when you specifically say this is the criteria that makes a good round right it kind of like fundamentally like makes me go i don't know if that's the right way to do it like so it's not that I think his system is bad. I just think that there's like holes in it. And and I think this is one of them because it's like from what I'm seeing, like with, with what you're explaining with Ken Swift's thing is it's right. like he doesn't really care. Right. Like what you're doing. It's kind of like, did you impress me? Yeah. Right. Yeah, there you did. Exactly. Yeah. This is like, okay, it's whatever. Oh, right. but this is really dope. And right. So it's like how memorable was that what you did? You exactly. Know? And, and I think judging in that kind of way. I think it makes a little bit more sense to me because right. not and, and and not to say that Ken Swift is not judging based on like a whole list of criteria in his head. And it right. probably includes a lot of the stuff that Dizzy has in his system. Right. But it's kind of like that gets thrown out the window if you don't even, if, you know, at the end of the day, you don't even like the round, you know what I right. mean? So I, 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 I like I that agree. system that, that he does that. Cause when I judge battles, I actually kind of do something similar, not with this line, but I actually tally things in my head. Like yeah. how many things did this guy do or girl do in their round right. that amazed me or like right. made, made me feel a certain way, right. a, a certain positive way towards their round. Right. So right. I'll tally that and, you know, I'll even give it a score or whatever. Yeah. And so when you have a higher score, um, I'll tend to, you know, vote that way. So even if it's like, I I get round for round tie. Right. It's like if if you in general were more, uh, your rounds just uh, resonated with me more. Right. I'll vote that way, even if round for round it was a tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I I th- I think that uh, having a system where it, it's based off of your preference, right? As you mm-hmm. as a judge is like you get to choose who you think won that that battle. Mm-hmm. So if if you're going based off of like a a system is kind of just limited in a sense yeah. like with the with the Dizzy's uh um hour system yeah hour uh it's 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 you you got to follow our criteria you know mm-hmm. i mean that's great but it's it's almost like that category actually has a lot of things in between it too you know
0: and they, they all connect to each other too yeah yeah so, and i don't and the other thing i don't like about it is that he has five different judges and each judge only judges on one thing right but i'm like so like say you have uh, what is it like foundation judge you have uh Um, uh dynamics dynamics, judge musicality judge or whatever like creativity creativity yeah yeah. so you have one guy just judging on all those things right and in my opinion i feel like all five of them should really be giving their opinion on all five of those things so yeah i would like to see this that system be more like okay each each judge is giving a score on that specific category and then you're tallying it up because it it kind of doesn't make any sense to me that Mm -hmm. you get one one person to just give be the uh, i guess the authoritarian ruler of this one category especially when that category has so many branching pieces of it and that judge you know not to knock any of them but only has a small grasp of it you know because breaking is just so wide it's impossible to be in complete grasp of everything yeah not that i don't think that they could do a good job of being the authoritarian rule over that but i think in general a majority rule over that is better because you'll get five different perspectives or maybe seven or however many judges they need uh to to actually figure out what the what the correct score is you yeah know, it, that makes the most sense yeah
1: um and, and, and like the thing is is like sometimes like some some b-boys i know this for a fact because there are certain b-boys that are judging uh dynamic or like footwork mm-hmm. and they'll 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 look at their their footwork and like ooh that's tight you know and they'll count that probably as a dynamic Mm. You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So,
1: it can definitely go different ways. Well,
0: here's the thing. What are the, what's the, you know, foundation is one of the categories. Dynamics is one of the categories. What is the fundamentals of foundation? Dynamics. Yeah, it's it's part, like, you know, when you say (laughs) you got foundation, it's like, Foundation encompasses a lot of stuff, and one yeah. of those things is dynamics. So if yeah. you if you're judging on foundation and you're not including a judgment a little bit on dynamics, I don't yeah. think you're actually judging on foundation,
1: right? Because if, like power is is a foundation too, you know. And well, that's 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 a that's a dynamic.
0: Like one of the things that a lot of the pioneers so, of breaking say is the 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 contrast between movement and complete stopping which essentially is what Mm -hmm. dynamics is and so uh to have good fundamentals is to be switching between those at a good in a good way right right right. so i mean by definition foundation includes dynamics so yeah it it just i think when you really start putting putting pen to paper with all these topics they kind of break down in my opinion these categories they break down yeah
1: there's there there has to be a little bit more than just uh those categories like especially now that it's in the olympics um Mm -hmm. and like there's so many b-boys and b-girls nowadays too so and they're all hella dope like yeah yeah and there's so many styles you know yeah so
0: like what i would really hate to see with breaking is everything just converged to one style that Mm -hmm. always wins competitions. And I think I'm starting to see it a little bit. Right. And, uh, you know, I I think that the scene is open-minded enough to like not be completely converging right at this moment. But Mm -hmm. what I would hate to see is like in 10 or 20 years when, you know, we're deep into the Olympics style breaking and you see like just a whole crap ton of the same B-boy just at doing like, the hardest move the best i mean at that point it turns into gymnastics i think yeah
1: in a sense yeah and Mm -hmm. and i think that breaking actually needs uh, a category within itself so let's say we have the the all-around breaking competition right Mm -hmm. like you can do anything footwork top rock all of it right it has to be in unison now they need to break it into branches, kind of like gymnastics, mm-hmm. where they got the bars, the high bars, the pommel horse, and all that, right? Mm. So breaking needs okay. If you're gonna categorize each one, then let's make it a footwork battle. Let's make mm. it a uh, a power battle. Let's make it into uh, a blow up battle, and then you have the the uh, the 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 main one, which is the or whatever everything you know if they break it into those segments i think that breaking will be a little bit better even though footwork may be boring sometimes it is very difficult and there are some moves that they do in footwork that is like damn that's hella crazy that's so difficult like how how did you even think about that you know so it can definitely get like a a woo or an awe to an audience and then um yeah i think it should be broken down like that because now you got the judges where they're just focusing on footwork and you can have three judges where they're like i don't need to worry about picking a dynamic style i don't need to worry about picking a creative style Mm -hmm. i mean it's all in in one uh foundation which is footwork Mm -hmm. you know top rock is a is a foundation also Mm -hmm. um so if you break those those uh segments down and then judge them by that by by just that and see who is the best at that i think breaking would eventually take off in a different way yeah you know and then have the main actual battle where you can do everything Mm.
0: so i i don't know i'm i'm still kind of reluctant to to want to do cat to yeah to categorize things because it like it makes sense with the way that it you see the scene now but i just go back to like the early 2000s and some of the b-boys i really thought were dope right and i would go like how would they stack up in this kind of c- com- competitive world and right. it, i don't think they they would have a chance right. at all but it, i'm still like i thought they were dope you yeah, know yeah, like for instance yeah. like exuberant like yeah. how would he how would exuberant. he ever win a, a jam like a, a jam in this world not 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 to not to hate on him or anything but i'm just saying like he was, his style was so like different, Different. original, you know, he had some off the wall freezes. Like he did only a little bit of footwork, but if you are saying I got to judge on all these categories, like what top rock, basically zero or one, you know, I mean you do footwork, maybe one and then you do some crazy freezes. Like his style was like almost a hundred percent crazy freezes, you know, or like, or actually, uh, do you remember scarecrow from, lost tribe like almost a hundred percent freezes
1: oh man I, I think if i saw footage yeah he's like a tall do, dude yeah. but he
0: used to just hold air babies oh okay and then he would um like t- you know do some weird twist and yeah. then thread it and then stack it and do something and yeah, it was yeah. Just i like, think i remember scarecrow yeah yeah i i mean there was a whole bunch of b-boys that were like that and uh, right in those days and i thought th- those guys were dope like they were really pushing what breaking can be mm-hmm. um but i look at if those guys were actually battling nowadays like would they even have a chance they probably wouldn't even get past a qualifier you know what i mean yeah which i, which I think sucks yeah because I I, I I like seeing where the the new directions breaking can go and if you right. don't give those things a chance right. I think you start converging to a one st- uh, style fits all yeah. kind of thing
1: so like with 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 breaking now it's it's more of a competition you know we that's what we have come to realize is that competition is a big player in breaking because one, you know, it provides some type of avenue for, for B-boys to make some type of living off of it, if you know, if that's what they want to do. But also it's that competitiveness, you know, mm-hmm. getting better each time to train for an event or pushing yourself each time because it is pretty competitive, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like with, uh, with the dance, like it's totally changed. It's evolved into this platform that we have nowadays where it's more commercialized now, you know, and we're getting a lot more funding from corporations. And so there's just a lot more money involved. And uh, a lot of people are getting sponsored too. So they have to represent this brand, you know, Mm. so that that becomes more of a a, a job within itself. But back in the days for like Exuberant and all these other guys that had really off the top of the wall, uh, off the wall type of moves. Or movement it, it was like originality because you never wanted to be like someone else you know yeah, back in no. the days right because you get fr- it would be frowned upon mm-hmm. like hey you biting my move and you know you have a lot of animosity towards you each get other you get beat up or like <laughs> you know you get smoked in a in a in a circle or yeah. whatever you know and that's embarrassing <laughs> yeah. but um so that was a really big thing and um and also back then it was about blow-ups like mm-hmm. no one cared about footwork i mean very few but mm-hmm. the West Coast was more like power moves. And the East Coast was like footwork mm-hmm. into like traditional power moves. So they laid the foundation, right, for breaking. But we started to get more different with it. Like we we kept um, evolving with the style and turning it into... S- our own, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the weed
0: or whatever it was. <laughs> Everybody did drugs and break. Yeah. And turned it yeah, into exactly. <laughs> and they just turned
1: it into some, something <laughs> like where, okay, I'm moving my own way because I don't want to move like that guy. And also footwork may be boring and I don't want to do footwork, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so then people just kind of created their own style, but it could, it could have been because we didn't have the foundational teachers too. Like it could have been because we don't know about footwork because in SAC, if you, if back then, if you knew about someone who did really good footwork, that was very rare.
0: I think also like yeah. back in the day, six step was somebody's move. You know what I mean? Yeah. CC. Yeah. Is CC. what? Crazy, crazy commandos. commandos. Like that yeah. was a crew move. You know right. what I mean? Like, so you're doing that. <laughs> you're a freaking <laughs> yeah. biter. So I think it's, it's kind of so like funny. that. So like you got you got uh, styles out in like the east coast or whatever they're doing their own thing trying to like be a part and then the west coast sees it and they're like well we can't do what they're doing obviously so we're gonna do something else you know take a little piece of that but do something off the wall different you know and somewhere along the line someone was like that's a fundamental move and that over there is a fundamental move and i think (laughs) that one is too and maybe that one i don't know about that shit but this one can stay yeah and then (laughs) some motherfucker wrote a book (laughs) the freaking breakdance book and was like let's go (laughs) yeah pretty much
1: yeah and then yeah so like we don't have like like we're starting to see more people uh, write books like alien s has a book out mm, the art of battles or something yeah or something. And, and, and and actually we'll we'll talk about battling uh next because i i, I think uh, like we didn't have the actual teachers there to like have it in like uh literate format for us to actually read it or like you know we had documentation where people would you know get interviewed and stuff like that or you would have to meet them in person and then get taught mm-hmm. like that so it was almost like um you were like a, a, a Jesus and you're just going around preaching, you know, to the choir, <laughs> mm. you know, type of thing. And so it was different, but it was also tight because it was like a voyage. There's a lot of, you know? there's a
0: lot of OGs out there that think they're like the Messiah. of. Oh break my names. God.
1: Yeah. Which, and, and they think like, oh yeah, I created uh, the CC. I'm like, dude, come on, man. You got, you got them from crazy. There's commanders.
0: literally no Messiah of breakdance, And if you think, <laughs> If that's you, then you're the problem. <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty much. Because honestly, we we got ideas off of each other, yeah. and that's how moves got better and better and better. And they they flipped they flipped it or tweaked it just a little bit where it looks different. Or maybe you got inspired by someone else, or I got inspired by someone else. And I like watching Ken Swift's documentary. You know, just watching that and uh, learning from what I saw on mm-hmm. tape. Um, it was like. That was a thing like oh damn i need to move faster like him but also like have my own twist to it like Mm -hmm. not create something where it it mimics exactly the same what he's doing but like twist it to my own flavor you know my own taste so um but going back to like battling is is like battle has definitely took its own course too uh, back then, it was like raw. It was almost to the it, point where you would fight. But yeah, battles were kind
0: of like a fight, you know, sort of. Way. Yeah, I mean,
1: in exchange, you know, because so. like the
0: rounds were short. It was kind of like a fu, no fu, like right. You know, and it was just really short rounds going back and forth, and you would hit right. ten rounds easy in a battle. Like every battle was like yeah. ten rounds. You know what I mean? At, le- yeah. at least, at most jams, they wouldn't do ten rounds, but like it would be not surprising that there was like a five round prelim kind of battle, but but, but then you're just, battling, you're just <laughs> battling in a circle somewhere. You're going to go 10 rounds for sure. Yeah, like, absolutely. Nowadays it's like, Oh, we battled. Yeah. We went, we did one round and exchange. you're like, and and like that's puffin. not a fucking battle. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I remember I was in a circle just like dancing and stuff. And, and yeah. like some, I don't know, some, was, I think it was in LA or something. I don't know. Some herd called remember. you out. <laughs> I didn't even know I got called out. I'm just dancing. And then like, Some dude jumps in and does something like, oh, that's cool. I come out and do another round. And I'm just listening to the song because I like the song. Yeah. And then dude comes back out. I was like, oh, this kid's kind of good or whatever. Right. And then he like, you know, he he like stops and he shakes my hand like, good battle. Like, what? (laughs) <laughs> i battled you i don't even know who the fuck you are like, if that was a battle i, I think you're misinformed because like, first of all it was like two rounds or maybe three and yeah. there was like people literally going out between us like <laughs> i don't even know who you are i've never seen you in my life i mean yeah
1: that's <laughs> uh, so funny
3: yeah
0: yeah it, like people are just misinformed about battle. like if you're actually battling, you need to like make eye contact, yeah. like literally talk to them and be like, you're getting called out motherfucker. So you, you know I mean? so
1: you got like a passive aggressive call out basically. Yeah,
0: <laughs> And, and, and also that's not the first time that that's happened. That's just the most obvious one, but it's like happened a couple of times where it's just like, you're just dancing and then someone's like oh yeah that was a battle like (laughs) no dude that's not a battle i don't know what fucking you know disney channel like (laughs) breakdance documentary you were watching but that's not a freaking battle
1: yeah i I remember uh like when we went to freestyle session and we uh did i think it was freestyle session 10 or 11 Mm -hmm. and we battled gamblers um that that day and um i called out no that was rivers
0: no, there no, was no, rivers no. in the circle, and yeah. Because on, sta- on stage,
1: with- it was gamblers. On stage, yeah, oh, yeah yeah, 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 on stage, it was gamblers. But we in, called in out the rivers cypher, in the circle, yeah. In the yeah, cy- yeah. in the cypher, we called out rivers, yeah. And I just remember, um, the leader of Flex Flav, I'm not gonna mention his name, but told me that oh you know born he's been talking crap about you and you
0: know like i'm <laughs> like, like that guy don't Dude. even know english <laughs> yeah and and first <laughs> no, off he does not He does.
1: and first off he doesn't even know who i am yeah like you know maybe uh he probably did but but he didn't care you know because rivers back in in korea was like the the shit. Yeah. so
0: who they cares don't
1: they don't care they're like celebrities right yeah, they don't give a fuck. yeah so then i hear this person no. oh he's talking crap about me so then we go call out Born or I go call out Born and then the whole flex slave moves across this big ass uh, in the uh, LA Palladium across the floor like damn yeah. this place is gigantic yeah. and we're like oh I go out and I just <laughs> saw us Bourne and I'm like bro yeah. you were talking crap you were talking crap about me oh, I'm shit. like oh man this damn, is, you played into the game bro I played into the game oh, and, hey. and that's the reason why we're, we're not in that crew anymore <laughs> so
0: yeah I mean if you're a b-boy out there and you think people give a fuck about you and your name's Man. like not dietrichs <laughs> Let me shout tell you, nobody to, gives a fuck about you. Sh- shout out to You're just to another the Dominic dude that show. rolls around on the floor. So enjoy yeah. that. I mean, that's a good thing. You just gotta recognize, like, right, you're you're not freaking Tom Hanks, you're not freaking, I don't know. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, you're not Keanu Reeves' <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. People will step over you to go see pretty much They're so like, you know dude, what I mean. You're like you could be hitting the dopest flare combo or whatever and they're like oh that's dope because keanu reeves is over there now get the (laughs) fuck out of the way
1: pretty much you know you clean the floor for me to walk through yeah for real
0: (laughs) but it sucks that that breaking is like that because i think there's a you know we have a legit art form here and it's really cool and everyone involved um you know is they're amazing people and stuff and it's such a cool culture right but the, the, the problem I think well I don't know if it's a problem but it's more like people that aren't deeply invested in that scene really don't care about it right and maybe that's a good thing maybe it's a bad thing I don't know I'm not really convinced either way mm-hmm. at this moment um I just take it for what it is like i'm not walking around going like hey i'm keanu reeves or some shit." Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i'm just a dude that rolls around on the floor for fun right maybe you're a high level elite status person that rolls on the floor but (laughs) you're still rolling on the floor dude like you know there's a high chance that someone freaking you know took a crap on that same floor at some point in you know the floor's history you know Oh, that's so funny.
1: <laughs> I just remember the the nastiest floor we used to practice. Washington on, Center. Washington Center. <laughs> that floor was grimy as fuck, oh, dude. Oh, my God.
0: When it would rain outside, and, oh, like God. that whole room would just, like, steam up and shit when we were practicing. Yeah. And then you would see, like, layers of dirt, like, starting to come off. So disgusting. Dude, it was, like, nasty. That's and then nasty And
1: then you had B-Boys, like, hot-ass, humid B-Boys, mm-hmm. That would get the, the ground so wet to the point where if you did a move like, you could possibly slip on it. <laughs>
0: you know, I'm curious actually if, if there's any b boys that have gotten like super sick from COVID. Um, cause I have a theory that b boys and b girls hmm, are like actually. have really high immune systems because of yeah. the we just roll around on the floor for fun and spend long time like hours and hours like yeah. doing this a day. Right. I, I can't imagine that doesn't have like an effect on your immune system in a positive way, right? Right.
1: I, I personally I think it does, but I think it also uh, comes down to um, like how strong your 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 um, antibodies are, right? Mm. So to fight off like any viruses or any bacteria that could yeah. potentially do harm, you know, so.
0: I mean but you think, build those up from just being exposed to Yeah and and, and, viruses and, and, and shit.
1: that and that and and that actually helps with like so if you're rolling on the floor and you're breathing all those dirty particles in like you're bound to have a stronger immune system you know and as a b-boy I would always look at some of these people that yeah. don't break or don't do anything like physically uh, you know any type of physical activity like they get sick
0: Yeah they get often. sick yeah. like
1: very often yeah. So you you go to wonder like, damn! So breaking did kind of save my life, (laughs) you know. Breaking
0: is a solve for COVID, yo. We just figured it out, and I am a doctor, and he is a doctor as well. I'm a doctor,
1: and I drank bleach too, by the way. (laughs) So (laughs) I drank bleach, and I don't bleach my floor, so. You know it works. You know Kurt the Herd over here. He's definitely he, he prescribed me some bleach earlier, <laughs> and uh, this is actually you. bleach right here. So <laughs> let me yeah. tell you, let the bleach take it. is the best
0: bleach of all time. <laughs> it's the best bleach of all time. It is the best. Oh, everybody right, right. You get the bleach. Yeah, exactly.
1: Don't 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 actually drink it. We're not promoting yeah, it. No, but I'm just playing. Yeah, we're if
0: you drink it, you're a dumb fuck. <laughs> for reals. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> read the label before you do anything. Yeah, but read the label
0: in general. Right, exactly. <laughs> if you're out there in life not reading labels, you're gonna you're gonna fuck up for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. SAC has changed a lot, too. Yeah. Like, true. it's
1: growing in a good way, but also certain areas are just like, damn, it's bad. You know, homelessness hmm. is, is real. It's in crazy. general, I think the homelessness has yeah. blown
0: up in the last, like, um, it's, years, it's like, ridiculous. Five or six years, 10 years. I mean, right. Yeah,
1: And, and honestly, I don't know if uh, the politicians in this state. They don't know what what to do next. Like now that they have a law, that's saying that you can't kick out homeless people out of their area or whatever. And that's just their choice of life or how they want to live. But they're making a mess, you know? And it's, it's crazy. I just don't know what they're going to do. I mean,
0: the thing that I look at, I try to take like a huge step back from it and go like, they, they keep trying to pass all these laws to, like, fix it, mm-hmm. and it just gets worse. So, obviously, what they're doing is not working. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, that that's as simple as it gets. Right. You know what I mean? And you don't need to do fucking political calculus to figure that out. No, I'm man. I'm a dumb fuck, and I stood back and was like, yep, that's not working, because <laughs> you got ten times as many homeless people now. Yeah. I mean, if anything, maybe they're coming here because you're not, like, hit, kicking them out <laughs> or whatever. And... I think that there's a moral, like, uh, you know, discussion to be had about that. Right. Um, but it's a, it's a hard thing to do, and obviously, if you want to have less homeless people, like what you're doing right now is not helping.
1: Right. Right. Um, you're actually promoting just, it, you know, yeah. and to, that's just to a get dumb worse. Fucks, like broad,
0: right. like view of it yeah um
1: and i i think that a lot of these homeless people are uh actually coming from other states where it's like really cold because because you can't you can't live out like let's say if if you're in the midwest you'll die
0: in minnesota yeah
1: exactly where it's like negative degree weather is it was there a lot
0: of uh homeless people in minnesota actually
1: there there were but they have homeless shelters that you can actually go to but when you're stuck inside you can't go outside so what what can you do being inside? Uh, Nothing, yeah. right? So they're pooped up inside this homeless shelter, and you see them on the street even, streets even during uh, winter, like when the the ice dries up and all that when it melts, mm-hmm. um, it, they're they're out there, mm. but but they have facilities. They're not out there, you know, freezing their tail off. But um, I think a lot of them come out here because they 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 feel like california has the great sun you know and yeah i mean
0: you can live outside and you can live all,
1: outside all, all year round yeah. right but why not florida like they got a lot of sun
0: <laughs> is it the hurricane
1: yeah, <laughs> like what is it you know even texas Texas. i mean maybe that
0: maybe maybe they have them and that's what florida man is you ever hear like the florida, florida man? man florida yeah. man like steals like alligator oh and, okay you know, i see <laughs> yeah all the news stories are like yeah. that. yeah i don't know Oh, huh, interesting If all the homeless went there, you'd hear a lot more about the Florida man Yeah,
1: pretty much <laughs> I haven't been out to Florida ever yeah, since uh, Evolution, that. actually Oh, I've Thousands
0: never been the last time I, I want to go, though it, yeah. seems, it seems like a cool area it's Yeah, like, like Disney
1: World or somewhere, you know oh, yeah. Orlando would be cleaner You don't want to go to South Florida <laughs> Oh, what's wrong with South Florida? <laughs> I, it, it's just like, it's it's just very hood <laughs> Oh, okay Yeah, it's just grimy um, mm. But yeah, um I don't, I don't know i don't know what the hell they're gonna do about it i know that san francisco i was building this uh <clears throat> this um, homeless shelter facility in san francisco and they it was funded by the city and they would actually have these homeless people um shoot up like
0: they have oh yeah, yeah they, have, they like, had like the facilities yeah. to like do it safely
1: yeah no. i don't know if i agree with that
0: yeah well I, th- I think it's a it's trying to address a, a real problem that is a tr- that is um, that is uh, going on with like the homeless community. It's like creating a lot of the homeless community, mm-hmm. which is like drug abuse right um, And I think what maybe what they're thinking is that we do these safe like injection places and now it's gonna somehow get them off the drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that's been thought of very well because it doesn't oh, seem no. to me like, giving, like, free drugs and free shoot-up <laughs> like, doing it safely is going to get you off drugs. It's probably just, I mean, maybe what they're doing is giving you, like, water down, you yeah. know, whatever you're taking.
1: Interesting. I mean, I guess it's
0: safer, but, you know, if drug abuse is just effing your life up, I don't see how doing more drugs is going to, like, help you get, become yeah. not, not homeless, especially if you're really trying to, like, I mean... You're homeless because you don't, you don't have a home, you don't have money to pay for a home, you don't have like a job, right. most likely, right? Right. Um, and so how would you, you want to, your your ultimate goal would probably be to get a job and then make enough money to now move out of the homeless shelter and buy a house or wherever, whatever you need to do for right. that, right? right. So. You need to do stuff that's in line with those goals so number one i would think would be get off the drugs right
1: yeah and they and i think that they don't have a solution for it honestly yeah i mean i think
0: maybe the safe the safe injection thing is maybe like step one of like say i don't know you know of a rehab program is like right. okay in your first week we know we can't like wean you off the drugs right now right so you get the safe injection thing for the week or whatever and we're weaning you off of it slowly right and now the next week you're completely off and now they're doing rehab services i think that's probably a better way to do it but right i mean i'm not a fucking doctor even though i said i was earlier <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's a fucking doctor he, he's prescribing me some bleach <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah no i mean i, I don't know in my opinion, you, you got politicians making decisions that probably should be made by uh, somebody else. A doctor I, I, or whoever or somebody who understands yeah. like drug abuse a little bit better than just a politician.
1: Yeah, I, I think the community definitely has to be involved with um, a bunch of doctors and also like um, state legislatures or even, you know, Local um, mayors and all that to come up with a solution to try to combat this. It's almost starting to turn into like, uh, how do I say this? Like the Walking Dead in a sense, you know. Like, mm-hmm. what if, what if, what if these people are so strung out and the drugs get harder and harder, and all of a sudden they become walking zombies? Like, what then? You know, arm yourself to where, <laughs> to where you're not getting attacked or you know uh just just letting this prolong to a point where we are becoming more of a a garbage ourselves, like so like a a larger footprint of human beings basically to Mm -hmm. to walk this earth and um and destroy it you know make it worse Uh, leaving trash everywhere um pooping out in public or peeing or whatever the case might be you know and that's not Making our habitat uh, more sustainable, mm-hmm. and California being California, we're supposed to be like moving towards like green energy and you know uh, all these new development that's gonna be like sustainable. Mm-hmm. Well, if you come to California, you know, most people they come here and they go, "Damn, California is trash." There's, <laughs> there's a lot. I mean, so I
0: would say most of the cities are yeah, very for sure. trashed yeah. because you go yeah. in there and you're like, dude, what happened to this? I mean, like right. when I used to visit San Francisco when I was a kid, I would go like, oh, this is a really cool city. It's all right. nice. And you go, right. in, you go there now. And I'm like, fuck this place. Like, I don't want to be of here. here. <laughs> Cause it's, it's, it's you know? just, it's, it's like for reals, like somebody just yeah. threw garbage everywhere. And that's what like, I'm saying, man. And I don't know how to solve it. I, yeah. What? I mean. Again, taking a step back as a dumbass, looking at it, whatever you're doing now is not working. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? And right. so, I mean, not to get political about it, but one of the things I've heard actually is that because California is a, uh, a, a Democratic supermajority, mm-hmm. meaning that uh, Democrats kind of rule every part of the, the state government. Mm-hmm. They don't have incentive to fight for like their roles because they just are basically given them mm-hmm. you know whereas in states where they're like cl- cl- closer uh, democrat versus a republican right people are fighting for for their um their um their their seat in office right mm-hmm. and because of that competition they actually have to listen to their people right right whereas right. here you're granted your spot in a way so they're like, we don't need to listen to the, the people anymore. Really, right. we can kind of do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, and, and you definitely see that. Right. And not just in California, but in other states too. But, um, you know, I, in my opinion, I think competition is a good thing, especially in politics. So when you yeah. have when you have like one party just controlling it, um, right, uh, you know, the whole way through, I think you can definitely create problems because there's not an incentive to right to, to, you know to, to, to get votes now cuz right. you're just assuming you're going to get votes i mean look at like this last presidential election like right. no one even cares about what california has to say because they always are going to vote for blue for <laughs> for the democrat right. party so you know i mean if you're a democrat i guess that's a good thing but if right. you're not it's kind of like you know i don't know what's right. you, you, you basically your vote in California, if you're not a Democrat, kind of doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, it, um, so at that point, you wouldn't even want
0: to vote, basically. Mm-hmm.
1: And and the craziest part is that there are a lot of conservative people that actually live in California.
0: If you, know? you look at a map, actually, it's the majority. Like Bay Area is blue. Sacramento is blue. Right. L. A. Is blue, and. Everything else, everything else is red, red. because it's all because all of that is is um just is, farmland it's farmland or, yeah. and like country rural kind kind of right. areas and right um I, well actually I think Chico is 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 blue as well but yeah um, like that area like usually where there's a school right there's there's a high a higher density of younger people right that tend to vote on the Democrat side yeah
1: I mean Demo- D- the Democratic Party used to work but I think now it's gotten to the point where uh it's it's almost like all right if you're poor free money mm. you know we'll take care of you we'll mm. we'll just have everyone else that's working really hard pay for it yeah I mean I agree and I disagree because you know going back to like how I uh you know uh, breaking in my adolescent years so my family came as immigrants escaping the Vietnam War mm-hmm. or whatever right so we came here and we were on welfare. Mm-hmm. Okay, that system worked mm-hmm. for us because we were first generations, yeah. and we needed that welfare to 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 be taken so, care like, get, of.
0: Get 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 out get out of poverty of the hood. And like, yeah, and <laughs> you know, and that's, and, and, and that's what it's so, for, right? I mean, so in my opinion, I think welfare is a good thing. It's, right, it's when you have people that. Take, or advantage take advantage of it, of it. they exactly. they they align their life so that they're always on welfare and so exactly. then they don't have to work right. and that's the problem you know uh you know for me i think if i ever even needed to go on welfare i'd probably fight my hardest not to do it because it's like i don't want to do, i i just really have something against going doing that like i right. i feel like if i'm doing that i hit the rock bottom that Right. I, right. Meet, and, and if I was on it, I'd be like, I can only stay here right. for a few months. Like I got to get out. You right. Know? Same thing with like unemployment. I've never been on unemployment luckily. Right. Um, but I think it's because I've always aligned my life in a way that wouldn't make me do that. Like I'd have right. multiple jobs or whatever. or Like right. I had, I had a savings account or something that was like at least going to help me out. And I was only maybe unemployed for like a month or whatever. Yeah. Um, and maybe I'm just lucky too, but, um, I know that if I was on unemployment, I'd be like, dude, I got to do get out off of this yeah. because it doesn't, I know it doesn't feel good when I'm like mooching off of somebody. You right. Know what I mean, right. and that's like, you know, once I became an adult, I like moved out of my parents' house. I'm like, right. I don't want to mooch on, on, on my parents. Right. I don't want to mooch on anybody really. Like, right. so, um, And
1: that's a that's a good habit to have, especially when you when when you're trying to create something like, for instance, like a a business or like a a channel Mm -hmm. Um, and you're trying to uh, create something like a basically like almost like your own domain, like you're Mm -hmm. you're building your empire in this little bubble of yours. So then you don't have to rely on other people, you know, so using the system to your advantage Mm -hmm. or following the guidelines of the system. So then you can get to a, a, a place where you don't want to feel like you have to be uh, at the lower level of, you know, government support because now when you're on government support, now you feel like someone owes you something. You're, you're always going to feel like you're privileged.
2: Mm. I just
1: remember working at a, a pharmacy mm-hmm. uh, and people that were on welfare, they, they would come in and they would complain all the time about their um. prescriptions. and, And they're like wondering, why is this not covered? You know, Mm -hmm. and they are like, oh, because you, it was like something very small because you didn't renew your card, you know, and to be on welfare or on some type of government assistance, you still got to do paperwork and keep up with it. You know, it's not going to just like, oh, it's going to renew itself. You know, so, so having that feeling of, of like not relying on the government or other people, I think is, it, it makes you achieve. Uh, a, a higher level of yourself, you know.
0: Yeah, for sure. If you're so, relying more on yourself, I think it's just a good virtue to have. I mean, I definitely think um, government is a drug in in that sense because, like, the more government you end up needing, the mm-hmm. more you like have to have, right? Right. Because right. you slowly become more and more hooked on the thing because you can't live your life without it. Right. Where, where you can. I can conceive of a, a place where there is no government and it runs fine. I mean, actually, uh, you hear about these like um, what is it called? Um, the uh, the Amish people. Yeah. Essentially, that's a socialist community. That doesn't live on a government. I mean, they they they're governed by the United States, but they essentially don't really. I mean, they just pay taxes. They they set up some stuff to to, so people can buy their products and they can afford their taxes. Everything else, Mm. they're just sharing among themselves. And I think that's that's like a spot where you see like socialism working because everybody there is working their ass off to make it happen. Yeah. But as soon as you get motherfuckers in there that are like. I don't want to work. Right. I just want to. I want you to work and give me that. Right. <laughs> That's when they're like, "Well, you got to get out, dude. right?" Capitalism. You know what I, mean? I, mean, I mean, like, I don't know how those works, things. But I, no, yeah. I think it works I think through. capitalism is is good, but I right. think the the like, you know, I think you have capitalism and socialism on two different sides mm-hmm. of the coin, right? Mm-hmm. And they both, I think, they both work mm-hmm. in different areas, but You go to the extremes and you get into big problems. Like for capitalism, I I think it's good because it it creates a lot of competition between people, which drives up innovation. And it's very helpful for stuff, especially if you are dirt ass poor, but you have a lot of things to achieve in your life. Right. And you put your mind to it. Capitalism is going to make you skyrocket. Skyrocket. Yeah. I mean, look at Jeff Bezos. You see the pictures of that guy back when (laughs) he first started amazon and he's just this books? like nerdy it's, it's dude crazy. yeah selling books and stuff that's and crazy. now he's like fucking jack dude like yeah hella money just like chilling yeah just chilling like <laughs> yeah for real looking like lex Luthor or whatever yeah like that's a story of just a regular ass person like me or you who just soared to the top yeah because he he was extremely determined i mean right. I'm, I'm sure there's a fair fair amount of luck That went along with that i mean and definitely a good idea with with what he did with amazon um but like you know and capitalism let him achieve that right right now when you get to the point where you're you're up there and your capitalism is now just driving you to keep doing stuff so that now you're like using the lower parts of your company to make you even more rich it's just feeding into your greed so i think when you get to that other that other side of the spectrum Mm -hmm. capitalism gets kind of bad because it it makes greedy people i agree like uh it it, it's good i guess it makes them thrive the greedy people thrive in that so Mm -hmm. i think Mm -hmm. if you had capitalism without greed Mm -hmm. dude it's a great system for sure yeah i agree and now socialism on the other side i think if you have socialism and hard work It works well because you if everybody's working hard Mm -hmm. and equally Mm -hmm. it's going to be a great system like when you look at um when you look at um the amish Mm -hmm. right they all work their asses off they all have their own duties and stuff and they have this small community that works very well to get together and you know as far as i can tell like they have they they're they're tightly knit and they you know they live Mm -hmm. they live their lives separate from all of us i mean that's kind of the ideal socialist community but mm-hmm. again like you start getting like lazy people in there oh man and they just leech off the system mm-hmm. it gets you, it gets really bad and so i mean you got socialism and laziness mm-hmm. in the same world That's it, a, it, it turns bad. into chaos so yeah, in my opinion bad. in my opinion uh you know we live somewhere in the middle where laziness and greed exists and mm-hmm. you want to have pieces of socialism and capitalism in the same system mm-hmm. like you got to dance delicately around it. I think in general, I would probably stray more towards the capitalist side, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, Mm -hmm. because it, it, it allows for more freedom. Mm -hmm. But I do think that there's, there's some good socialist ideas out there that, you know, warrant some, some thought, you know?
1: Yeah. It's a, um, I think it's a very touchy subject with like, I guess it all depends on what side of this, the, the coin you're on, you know? And, um not all of it is bad you know and not all of it is good so I think you just have to take it with a grain of salt and and think that like whatever works for you you Mm -hmm. know like anybody can be the president but how are you able to adjust to the next presidency you know Mm -hmm. if you look at a lot of these uh (laughs) CEOs they they look at what the next president uh is gonna write into you know, and it's a law or if they even yeah, do yeah, no. or, or or like uh, what their policies are, you know. So I think that whatever happens in the politics side of things, we just have to be um, up to date and always learning. Yeah. And I think that's another reason why our system is so messed up, because in Europe and in uh, in Japan, they actually school is very, very uh, strict. You know, they mm-hmm. learning things is like that was second nature, right? And um, even if they're they're not rich, like learning is a part of their life, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I think that's why a lot of their society is like more peaceful, in a sense. And there's not as much chaos. And there's actually some type of an agreement, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> from from the political political side of things. And it's very clean. Right. So if you go to Japan, if you go to like uh, Sweden or somewhere, it's it's very clean.
0: And I think it's yeah. because they have very high restrictions on being dirty. You know, like you have less See? freedom in go. those countries. You know what right. I mean? Right. And in America, everybody is all about freedom. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It, bra- breaking, for instance, is like, I think it's a child of that kind of thing. Like everybody yeah. in America was like, we want to do our own thing. Mm-hmm. Breaking. We don't want to dance like them. We want to, we want to dance like the way we want to dance. And so we created something, you know, out of that pure freedom. So it's a, it's a very fundamental, like American thing, I think. Right. Um, And so, but anyways, like in America, you, I I don't think you can do what they do in like Europe or Japan because essentially you say, okay, well, you're going to give up a bunch of freedoms. Mm -hmm in order to do this and you got a lot of people that are not willing to do that i mean in general i usually say i'd rather like let people do what the fuck they want than like restrict them as long as right, they're not right. like committing crimes and doing stuff like i don't really give a fuck like <laughs> uh, i mean even like with drugs and stuff like i don't mm-hmm. really care if drugs were legal like right If you want to do drugs, go for it. Like, I don't care. Like, as long as you're not going out, like, selling it to kids and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, like, doing some shady shit with the business side of it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're just at home shooting (laughs) up drugs or whatever, like, I mean. We actually talked about this. No, yeah, we did. At
1: at lunch. uh, Dinner. Over dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Now that I I think about it. it Yeah, no.
0: Interesting. And and that's because, yeah, I, I would say, like, as soon as we go, oh, yeah, you're not allowed to do something that's not harming anybody other than yourself mm-hmm. uh, and we're restricting it. That's like literally taking a freedom away from somebody. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, we don't do that to smoking. Right. We don't do that to drinking. We don't do that to a lot of things. So right. I'm like, you know, it may, and maybe those drugs are a little bit more dangerous or whatever, but yeah. still I'm kind of like, what do I care? As long as you're not harming other people, I don't really care. Yeah. So, I mean, in, in mm-hmm. a sense, that's a kind of libertarian point of view, I think. Where you 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 say okay, uh, do what you want. Government shouldn't in, be involved with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think libertarians kind of yeah. go even further. They go like there shouldn't really even be taxes. There shouldn't be really anything because the government is just there to like not impede on freedoms or not let other people impede on your freedoms.
1: Right. But I mean, even even if you weren't a, li- a libertarian, if you're a capitalist, you you would find some way or another. try to get out of tax anyway so but um i freaking hate (laughs) i mean what (laughs) who doesn't you know what i mean like you work so hard and you're like you look at your check you're like oh i'm getting all this money per hour and then you look at your check like dude i'm pulling myself because damn (laughs) they just took all that chunk out of my check
0: i mean i understand what taxes are for and um yeah, it's
1: good for schools. It's,
0: it's good. Yeah, it's good to keep like the the it's fundamental the parts moving, of society you know? like moving, like police mm-hmm. and, and schools and yeah, fire, and fire department and yeah. stuff like that. And I'm all about that. And even mil- military too. I definitely think we go way hardcore with our military in America. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of good arguments to keep the military big because people are scared that. Someone you know, might attack as, or whatever. As, well, well, as soon as out. you don't, you're not the big dog right. in the world, someone else is going to be the big dog. And right. now you're answering to them. Yeah, basically. And so I think that's a decent argument. But also I go, like, does it need to be that big? I mean, we put a crap ton of money into it. And, like, yeah. I, hate, I hate seeing wars that are funded by tax money. Like, I'm fine if you're putting money into military to make – you know our military tech good and right. you know have very trained soldiers and whatever. Right, I think that's a good thing, but just funding a shit ton of wars out in other countries. I'm just like, I don't even know why we're even yeah. Like we're that's still stupid. in the Middle East right now. Like I don't even know why the fuck we're there. Yeah,
1: that right. war has been going on, and it seems like, like it never kill, ends. Didn't you know? all kill Bin Osama, Laden already? Osama like, bin the dude's Laden. Gone, So I'm like, uh, is that else? over with? Saddam Hussein, like. Yeah,
0: I, <laughs> I don't it even I never even understood why he was a, ba- a bad guy I mean I and I'm just a dumb fuck so it, I don't it know it was just a
1: purpose for them to go in
0: basically. I see it yeah. I I mean what I you was know? hearing is that he had like like shit tons of nukes or something and that yeah, we got it because he's a crazy person you we found got a, it we got it yeah but I don't think they ever found it no, so no
3: I, don't, really I don't know in my
0: it. opinion there's some some big questions about that and you know again taking a, a dumb fuck step back from it i'm like dude we put hell of money into this shit oh yeah can't we take some of that money and try to like fix some of this homeless problem or like some of this other yeah. shit like that i mean that's just a dumb fucks like perspective but i feel like you could probably take like 15 25% of like what you're putting out there and like right. probably fix a lot of shit at home you yeah. know what i mean
1: and going back to battling actually going off that topic is that battling is very similar in a sense that you know you're you're not going out to actually you know point a gun at someone and shoot them and pull the trigger or like do any type of crazy things but you know burns are very similar mm. burns you can go and go up to the person and burn them and like say oh i got a gun i'm shooting you or whatever after i shoot you i can commit suicide and kill myself and then go into your own your move mm. it's like storytelling you know uh-huh. uh, so you're telling a story of yourself, like uh, I think Poe one actually mentioned that he's like telling a story, or, or, or uh, remind remind actually
0: says <laughs> yeah they all kind of tell stories with their right. hands yeah.
1: Oh. So it, it 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 is almost like you're telling your story, but it's also a battle. You know, you you want to be off coming off aggressive. Um, sometimes you don't have to sometimes playing the defensive mode of of battling is it actually works because someone who is really overly aggressive and he's coming at you right and you're like bro i don't want i don't want to fight or whatever you know and then little did that aggressive person know, i'm a second degree black belt but Mm -hmm. i'm just playing the card of trying to avoid the situation so breaking is kind of like the same thing it's like you have all this arson right the art this arsenal and then this guy's coming out like guns blazing he's throwing all these power moves and everything but then you're in the background you just come out like a rocks right and you just demolish this dude because you're you're running rounds around him you know so in battle in the (coughs) battlefield real battlefield and in breaking battlefield it's very similar i don't Mm -hmm. think that there's there's like a big difference in that in that uh, essence because it's how you strategize your battle you know mm-hmm. you can come out very strong in the beginning but your second round might be be whack mm. i'll come out not as strong but it'll be consistent all the way through mm. versus you're going to gas out in two rounds
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that's exactly what Hong 10 but did to the that, that one guy he just battled recently i
0: forget his name Oh, that dude that looks like the guy at the freaking dim sum place. <laughs>
1: yeah, he had a do-rag and everything. He kind of looks he had a like a do-rag. Uh, oh, I didn't even watch
0: the battle, honestly. I was like... Uh,
1: but yeah, he, he 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 threw like very short rounds, right? And he came hell aggressive And Hong Ten was like, okay, you want to come aggressive? I'm just going to do me, but I'm going to do it like... 10 times better it was the <laughs> you know No,
0: it was the it was the dude that called him out right on yeah like instagram yeah or yeah. Whatever. yeah 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 uh, I, uh, I never well, heard of him i seen him break a little bit and he mm-hmm. looked like he was pretty good but i didn't watch the battle
1: his rounds were very short you know
0: okay. um, i mean i heard they battled like a long time though so
1: dude this dude hong ten i think went like 10 rounds or something and each round was
0: fire oh, you know what man. i mean like I mean, dude, he's the guy who can it. do that. That guy's got so many rounds.
1: Right, and and, and each round was like different. He, each round.
0: Yeah, I, you know, Hong Ten is the he's the b boy who's like, I don't know. I guess who he'd be in like a top ten list. I think probably right.
1: Would you put uh, him in a
0: top ten list? Oh, I, who would, I would your say, top ten list be? I guess
1: I, I would say Hong Ten would be like my top five just because of that battle because. When I was coming up, I when I first saw Hong Chi I didn't like his round. I didn't like the way he broke, actually, because yeah. uh, he was, like, very sloppy. And then he would do a move, and then he will mm. fall out of it. And then after that, he will cover it up with, like, a flow or something. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until he went to the military where his, his breaking actually got really good. It got mm-hmm. cleaner. He was more disciplined, you know, in his rounds. He was, like, more conservative. And when he had his moves, like, thrown out, it was, like, set up to the point where it was... You, you didn't know what, when it was going to come out. You just knew that it came out, and it was like,
0: damn,
1: you know? And it was way cleaner. Was that so. when he came?
0: It was, like, the second time he won BC1. Was it that one? Because I remember he there was, like... Uh, yeah, it was the second while.
1: time he won BC1, yeah.
0: He was, like... That's when he was, like... he, he It looked fired. like he was kind of at the end of his thing, and then he disappeared for like a couple years or something and then i'm guessing that's probably military military. yeah and he came back to bc1 right and he was just going off and i was like crazy dude he just he he fucking made everybody look like a joke pretty much i was like god damn this guy is crazy
1: (laughs) he's a machine i mean and he was already
0: amazing before then right i mean i would say that he's he's probably in my top 10 right um just purely because he's I mean, he's just had, he's had such a huge influence on like the battling aspect of breaking. Like, yeah. he's just, I mean, he's, 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 bred, he's bred for it. You know right. what I
1: mean? Yeah. His, his mentality. I like, I just like the way how, how, how calm he is too. When he gets out there. Yeah. He's like, he his just his natural stares world. you down, you know? Yeah. And, and you're like a zebra and he's like a lion. Yeah. Right. And he doesn't care. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. care
0: what you just did. Either. Right. It's like, oh yeah, you can do the dopest stuff, but yeah. dude, I'm Hong 10. I'm going to. I'm gonna hit you with some fire. Yeah, yeah, I'm
1: gonna hit you with some fire, and then I'm a, I'm a, uh, yeah. And if you threw out a round, it was it was it was fire. Also, I'm gonna put out the fire, some water, <laughs> and then I'm a, I'm gonna blaze it back up with my own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: definitely. And he's got long ass rounds. See, he's just Hell got so crazy. many goddamn moves too, dude. It's like, it's crazy. That man. was the thing with his his second time with the B with the BC one win. I remember I was like, oh, he's already done with it. He's out, He's out of moves. And right. then he hits some crazy move, I think he, like, took his shirt off and then threaded in a backspin or something and hit some oh, crazy And yeah. I was like, God damn, that. like, this fool is still coming out with new shit. And yeah, I was like, Dude, it's crazy. Like, this is kind of insane. Right. Um, but, yeah, I would say he's in my top ten for sure.
1: I yeah. Who would be your number one? Um, Number one? Man, it's hard to say right
0: now. Yeah, it is. I, it, I I don't know if I could say a number one either. I'd probably have to say a top three. Probably, or yeah. top four. Or five.
1: Like the Koreans definitely
0: are like killing it, you know. Like,
1: Hongtan, um, like Wing. uh, mm. uh was it uh, Jinjo Crew was like, was, I like Jinjo Crew. They're they're, re- they're really killing it. And then um, all of a sudden they just kind of like, a lot of them just fell off because maybe they the family or, or whatever, you know.
2: They knows. might
0: they might have also gone to the military too.
2: I don't know. Yeah, I don't
0: know. But, um, I mean that, that that's a crew that really changed the game in terms yeah. of uh, like uh, crew battles and right. stuff.
1: Like Fe is hella tight. When Fe is was that, in his prime. Okay, I think I know who he, F, is that. FE the is That's sick. the
0: air chair dude or whatever. Uh, Fe. He does yeah, like, he
1: kind of air chairs, but then he he does a lot of moves. Like he does stacking, like uh, with his uh, his legs crossed like yeah, 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 yeah. And, and he's dope, bro. He, like the way he moves is like very controlled. Mm-hmm. And, um, but F E was dope. I I would say right now, man, it's so hard to decide. I don't know a lot of the newer B-Boys. Because the younger kids are getting really dope too, you know?
0: Yeah, what's that little um, King Malish or something? See, I don't that know. The little that, kid, he's like. Know. A Russian, that Russian kid that like does the crazy 12, 90s? 11 or 12. Yeah, he does, like, 50 90s or something. Yeah. That kid is crazy. Like, he's just breaking a new yeah. record every day on Instagram. I'm like, damn. God damn, this little kid is crazy. Yeah, like, he's dope. Like, you... Yeah, he's just using cheats or something. Like, he found the <laughs> cheat codes.
1: Yeah, exactly. He beat he beat Super Nintendo like hell of times. Yeah,
0: he, he used all the cheat codes, yeah. and he beat it at 11. I'm yeah. Like, you like, remember That's when crazy. Tony Hawk did a 900? yeah and then like Everyone a couple like, years yeah a couple years ago like a little kid about the age of <laughs> oh. king malish malish did like a 1080 damn <laughs> i think he did crazy. a 1080 switch so he was like uh yeah he came up um switch footed and went oh, 1080 shit. that's crazy <laughs> so bro. it's like it, it just shits damn. on like
1: all it, these old guys all these
0: old guys <laughs> so i'm like that
1: broke the record or just something crazy back then yeah so
0: <laughs> but yeah i just look at it, this kid malish and i'm like dude he's just he already beat every everything there, there's i mean it looks like he can only really do power moves right now but right i'm just like you already won the freaking power move game at 11 or 12 or whatever right. now you got the rest of your freaking like like most b boys didn't even start breaking at 11 you know what i mean so yeah, now you got all real. this all the rest of the time to learn everything else like right. dude you're gonna be crazy good
1: yeah we'll see when he gets older because you he know your body. Sick of it. yeah your body changes yeah. you know uh it, you don't get that kid prop anymore so uh, he know. gets he gets <laughs> he's adult killing props, it right dude. now he's he's getting adult props, but when you it really comes down to when you get older and like you're <laughs> going against like bigger guys dude this kid
0: did hella head spins you know? um lotus lotus uh-huh. head spins solving a rubik's cube and he's just like what the hell yeah he just he's just like kind of a goofy kid he shows like the camera like the 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 rubik's cube and then he just puts on a headspin beanie and just starts going and then he's just he hits lotus and he's just doing it and then you know (laughs) he's just drilling it or whatever and then like after like you know uh 10 seconds or something he stands up he's like it's solved damn and i was like
1: that kid is out of this like just imagine us bro
0: imagine if someone did that to you in a battle you know whatever age they are like right. i'd be like fuck dude that was kind of fucking crazy. i already
1: lost that round <laughs> yeah
0: exactly i, I lost that i'm like
1: hey kurt go
0: <laughs> yeah exactly like hey who wants to go not <laughs> me dude no <Nah>, i'm good <laughs> send it <him> with someone <laughs> send, else yeah, yeah send yo, who's,
3: uh b-girl terror was that sure. <laughs> yeah
0: exactly yeah that's mm, a little yeah. funny no like little kids and shit nowadays are good as hell i mean yeah it 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 remains to be seen like what the longevity of them will be um you know i I imagine they probably got good teachers you know good i I imagine their you know their um their parents are like b-boys and b-girls at one point and they like got them into it really young and then they probably even coaching them and stuff so um, yeah they
1: probably have some gymnastics background too i wouldn't doubt yeah them, it looks you know? like they probably do yeah i mean we weren't as privileged as those kids but hell no <laughs> like
0: washington center damn. like <laughs> that the privilege we got at washington center was like a dirty ass floor to like you know learn how to windmill and like, like the not, privilege was uh building not,
1: our immune system <laughs> yeah not
0: get tetanus or whatever not get like you know yeah
1: this great.
3: A
0: staff infection. Yeah, staff infection on that. I mean, dude, I remember Vince had a staff infection. It's probably from, from Washington that? Center. Oh, man, he, I, I remember crazy. he his like elbow. I think I think it was his elbow. Like sw- got Damn, swollen. that's crazy. He went to the doctor and they were like, "Yo." If you would have come here like tomorrow or the next day, or whatever, we probably would have had to amputate your hand, your arm. What the yeah. hell? It was like a crazy infection and shit. Damn. It was like really nasty. Because he,
1: because he had a cut and they I got think it was a infection. cut and,
0: and it, you know, it was on the dirty on ass, ass it? floor. Yeah, it's oh, probably Washington man. Center. So it, pro-
1: it probably was. I think some was it Vince or someone else that got stab infection. I don't it really was, know. Well, I know. It was well, I know Vince had one. Okay, maybe I think Rodney,
0: I think Freak Rock had one too.
1: Yeah, maybe Will or Rodney.
0: Yeah, one of hmm. these guys. I remember Rodney had that uh, bursitis in his knee that oh, was hella big.
1: Matt too. Matt had oh, one yeah, in yeah, his yeah. elbow. I was like, bro, what is that? He's like, bro, I busted my elbow yeah, from that. elbow Airflow. It's fizz. just nasty. It looked like a golf ball. I was yeah. like, damn, I mean, I, dude, go get that
0: drained out or I've something. I've had <laughs> it a few times, but it never was as big as <laughs> no, those guys. Yeah, like, that's It was crazy. just like a little bit, but like, right. I remember Rodney's was like... It was yeah, like, i remember that too. it was like a softball yeah I was like, basically
1: you know basically you don't even need knee pads because that's yeah
0: exactly <laughs> i remember we touched it and it would it's jiggle disgusting bro yeah yeah that was nasty yeah
1: <laughs> i've never had any like anything crazy like that on my elbow actually i, I just remember hitting it and chipping it like you know a little yeah. piece of a uh, cartilage or yeah, whatever it's like but
0: something that gets chipped yeah that yeah. happened to me too and that's when i got it right like, it wasn't really big yeah, I, I and don't, it was gone after probably like a week. Maybe later. we weren't doing
1: enough elbow air flares or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's I why know. I stuck with the, the foundation, man. <laughs> Longevity <The> elbow <laughs> air flares.
0: You got to have some rough elbows for that. Yeah,
1: but eventually, like I I just remember when when I started doing a lot of power, like my wrist would hurt. You know, yeah. just like a battle a ballerinas, like their foot would really hurt. They would break all their ligaments. To go into place and mm. eventually you know it, it just locks into place and then you build all these little small calluses around uh, like a uh, oh, calcium okay. around your your ligaments and it eventually just hardens up and then it becomes your and
0: you can part stand of your on, your, on your toes yeah
1: on yeah. your tippy toes and that would be the case for our wrist actually where like mm. it doesn't hurt anymore you know but when i first started doing flares i just remember my my wrist would hurt like really bad Fuck. you know did i did i ever happen to you at all
0: Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, power moves always, like, with F me. Like, flares. Yeah. Well, actually, I remember one time I was practicing one-handed halos, and I hit. uh, It was with low, and low obviously can do, like, a crap ton of 10 of them. And so he was just (laughs) doing them, and I was like, fuck it, I got this. And I hit, like, five of them, and I, I was like, no, I can do one more. And I went for, like, a sixth one, yeah, and I was just too low, yeah, and I caught it, like, hell weird, and it my Ooh, it like, I know you what know, you're talking about screwed up my uh, wrist and it's never been the same after that yeah, and like yeah after that every time I do too many halos it starts hurting and so I have to stop yeah and when I do flares or like air flares or 90s or anything like if I put too much pressure on it it starts hurting again so yeah it, it, it like really restricted like the combos I can do so okay that kind of made me stray a little bit away from power moves since then right. um and then I had a lot of shoulder injuries too. Um, yeah. Uh, Cause this this one I threw it out practicing. You know what like Arabian twists are? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like when you come up and you turn like that. Right. I just threw it out way hard and it like kind of. I forget if it was a to- if it tore my um. I think there was like a tear in the um. Your uh, the rotator t- cuff. Oh or whatever. damn. Yeah. So it, like effed up my rotator cuff. Wow. And, it just never really healed perfectly. Right. And I've been, I've seen like a doctor um, a couple of times and some other like physical therapists and yeah. they're like, yeah, you lost a lot of range. Right. You know, so like, I don't really have a lot of range in this, um, in, in my shoulder on my right side. And then right. on, my, on my left side, I was practicing this move with, um, with Errol and a couple other people where we, it was a routine mm-hmm. where I don't know if you ever seen this, but you remember the old routine we would do where someone's Somersault. on the ground. It was the super salt one. Oh, the super yeah. salt, yeah. So, like, someone would come running, and then you'd dive over. Right. So, when we were doing Warriors games, we did this uh, a version of it that was even crazier. Where So, Quang, Quang is down on the ground doing his, like, push-up th- shit. Yeah. Doing his planche push-ups. And then Bao comes running. He's the guy that goes right over that him. Uh-huh. And then I go over Bao, and then they throw, uh, oh, they bitch. throw, um... Errol, Errol over. Oh my so god. So when we were training that, um we like messed up once and uh Errol, I guess didn't get high enough and he clipped he hit me. He landed oh, on damn. me. Damn. And so I went down and I, and I hit bow. I hit um Bow. So he he went down and hit I think it was just like a chain reaction <laughs> of people hitting each other. Yeah. But I like flew and just like landed straight on my shoulder Holy and it, it hell effed up my shoulder and there i went to the doctor they were saying that it's kind of like a it's a similar injury that like linebackers get yeah they like bang their shoulders into yeah, each other yeah and you know that was like a long time ago and it never really fully healed so i lost a lot of uh, motion here right uh, in my left side which so like here on my right side like it's hard to to go back when my arm is out straight like this right and then here it's hard to be like this, which is it. It makes it so it's hard to air flare because, yeah. like here, I lost so much flexibility and it hurts in certain positions that it makes it hard to do a throw, a good right. throw. And then here, the exact position you need to catch is like where it hurts. Yeah, so it like damn, really, that's crazy. Sucks.
1: I, yeah, I got a lot of injuries on myself too, man. Um, just over the years of like landing on the left shoulder. Yeah it just deteriorates your shoulder. And I think uh, breaking, like our shoulders are are shot. You know, when you get to a certain point in your career where you're just like all that abuse of landing, you know, like if you think about it, if you're like doing air flares, right? And going into windmill or any type of corn drop or something like that, where it's hard on impact. Well, if you're 160 pounds Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and you're up here, that's a lot of weight coming down, you know? That's over 160 pounds. Yeah. So that's almost like 200, 240 pounds of just impact. Yeah, that's why. So that's like like a car accident in a sense. That's why these like
0: 50 pound little kids can like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: But I think, uh, you know, in breaking, a lot of B-boys just tend to like if they hurt themselves, they just fight through it. Uh Like they they don't really uh, take care of themselves. Like trying to ice up do preventative maintenance on, on your body because your body is not like indestructible. Right. Yeah. Because we have to kind of like pamper. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you, if you do all that physical activity, we need to ice it. We need to see a doctor. We need to uh, work out those muscle groups, like buy a TheraBand or, you know, Mm -hmm. massage ball or even um, a roller, you know, roll out your back muscles. And, and I think, yeah, like health is very important uh, along with the, the creative aspect of, of breaking and, and having fun with it. So, at the end of the day, we are like athletes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may not think like we're not, but we are, you know? So, I mean, we
0: at least, like, treat ourselves like athletes. Yeah. We get banged up like athletes, yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. And so... Um, Without the freaking monetary, uh, <laughs> you know, payout. financial payout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and and, the, and the, when we pay for our own hospital visits, and we, we pay for our own, like, uh, massage therapists... Like all that adds up, bro. I think I spend over maybe five to ten thousand in just massage therapy.
2: Yeah, if not, I probably more. have two. <laughs> <I
1: mean, laughs> you know, so and we don't get that back. That's no, you don't get it. Back. But one thing we need to do is like just take care of ourselves.
0: I mean, it's important to take care of your health. I, honestly, I think if you if your life is not aligned with like being healthy mm-hmm. I think you really are screwing up your priorities you know I what agree, I mean because I like agree. your health is literally the only thing you really have right. like or right. it's it's at least the, the root of what you have right because if your health is bad what else do you have right like you're 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 you're, you're just gonna have like a sh- kind of a shitty life you know what I mean like yeah. you'll be in and out of the hospital getting sick you know aching bones or whatever like mm-hmm. it's just not it won't be it won't be fun so it won't I be mean, the business so if you're making too many gotta sacrifices take care for of yourself your sure Yeah so do, you, so do you think that That has changed the way you break now? Like with uh, Like, like, like because, injuries? Or? Yeah well like with injuries And like Definitely like chronic type of injuries Where it's probably not gonna get better And mm-hmm. as you get older Most likely it's gonna get worse Obviously you still Wanna dance Like how do you think that's Affect your Your, your creativity Or you know Your dance
1: Um, I think that like with uh, injuries it actually helped me with like moving a certain way that actually prevents injuries mm-hmm. uh, you know um my my dance has matured a lot more to the point where I don't need to rely on like doing crazy moves mm-hmm. you know I can use the music yeah yeah you know and uh create along the way so in a sense my <clears throat> my 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 movements have become more mature Mm. But also young at heart because I'm still using character, yeah, you yeah. know, to to incorporate that with my dance. Um, so, yeah, it, I think that it hindered certain aspects of the dance, like big blow-up moves or, like, power moves. Definitely power moves. I, I can't air flare like crazy Yeah, a anymore, lot of power you know? moves so, are hard for
0: me nowadays. Yeah. It's like, and just a flare. And
1: you really don't necessarily need it. Yeah. It's, you're just adding more stress on your joints as we get older you know our bones start to deteriorate a little bit more so we want we want to preserve that but you know you can still move in a way where it it actually doesn't hurt as much Mm -hmm. or it it actually helps those areas of of mobility right Mm -hmm. because if you're stagnant especially if we're sitting in a car or sitting down for work or whatever it is we're stagnant our body needs to move you know our our joints are getting locked our muscles are not getting activated yeah so Yeah, I I think my dance has definitely matured more in the way I move um, as I got older or like because of injuries or whatever. So,
0: I think for me, um, one of the things that has changed me is like I have to be more precise because if I don't, if I'm putting my foot or my leg or my hand in a place that's not precise, Mm -hmm. it is probably going to hurt me somehow. Mm. And so, I have to like think. More about it. So I, so one of the things I've always I always focus on more now is like balance. Is every position I'm in, right? I'm I'm precise with where I'm putting everything, and I know that I'm balanced, so that I'm not gonna fall down and like injure myself. Right. And so I think it's made me more exact, which that has yeah. affected the way I dance now. I think. Right. And so like, cause back in the day, it wasn't so exact. It was kind of right. like let's just see what happens. Right. And then but then you get an injury. And so yeah. It would have been nice to go to my young self and be like, "Yo, you're gonna fuck yourself up. <laughs> you should be more precise." Right, right. You know,
1: and I and I think that like uh when, when we're younger, we uh we're more loose, right? So yeah, you we, don't give a fuck. We, yeah, you it. don't. You just kind of throw your body like, ah man, this won't hurt. You know, I bang my knee on the ground like with no knee pads, and then later on you're like, I need the knee pads. <laughs> but uh, one thing I noticed is that if you don't do a move full out you will hurt yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, if you half ass it or you're just trying to say, "Okay, I'm going to try it and see where it goes," mm-hmm. versus "I'm going to do it and I'm gonna, I'm going to try and hit it." Yeah. You, there's a there's there's a difference because you're not really fully doing it, so then certain movements of your body is not actually committing to it. Yeah. You know? So you got to commit to those movements otherwise it's it's like you're like oh, one foot in Half it out, you know. Yeah, so, you're half, you're
0: half
1: Yeah, guys. exactly. So it's either all or none. <laughs> yeah, and, ain't
0: no such you know, thing as halfway crooks. Yeah,
1: halfway. Yeah, exactly. Halfway yeah, flares. Yeah, exactly. Maybe like uh, I don't want to say names. <laughs> <laughs> say it. No, no, I no, have to bleep it out. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, um, yeah, man, it's it's been a journey, dude. The like, fucking just coming along. I've known you for hella long and uh, now you got your podcast and yeah, just fucking, yep. it's fucking
0: trying to grow moving, the podcast. Along. Yeah. Got like I don't know how many subscribers. Not that many. <laughs> hey. It's all
1: good. It's all about the work.
0: It's okay. I love every single one of you. T- all two of you. <laughs> <laughs> Plus
1: three. Now I'm gonna go home and uh Adam.
0: <laughs> I'm my own biggest fan. Like one of the yeah, subscribers right. is me. <laughs> you know, I'm just That's a little funny Um well dude, we're hitting two hours now. Holy shit. Yeah, it's so been, so been that long. Wrap huh? this shit up. Um well so where can people find you if they want to talk to you?
1: Uh you can follow me on my Instagram page.
0: Uh I keep forgetting what it is. Actually, Uh, let's see
1: here. It's uh, Instagram is going to be uh, bboy underscore swells on Instagram, and then yeah, I'm more on Instagram. I mean, Twitter. If you really care enough, I don't tweet. Oh, you got a Twitter? Yeah, I
0: I made a Twitter for this show. And I don't even use Twitter. I oh, just yeah. I have it linked to my Instagram, so I just post everything on Instagram.
1: Oh yeah, and then it just yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's a lot. Twitter seems now. like a
0: shit show, honestly. Like yeah, when I have gone on there, I just see like craziness and like yeah. just crazy people saying crazy stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm out. You just gotta.
1: F- be careful who you follow. Like if you start to follow people, and then then the algorithms start to populate. Yeah, no. And then you're just like, oh, I gotta get.
0: It's like, <laughs> oh, I mean, it seems like all the news people are on there, and there, it's yeah. just all some crazy news shit. And
1: yeah, like, I try to, I try to bleep all those out. Yeah, like yeah. certain things, like, like okay, CBS is cool. I'll, I'll just kind of look at that stuff and read a little bit thing. I'm more into stocks, man. Honestly, yeah. i I'm, politics right now is like, it's all it's, a shit it's show. in the past, you know, like. It definitely makes a big difference when, when someone gets into office, like where, where the, the future is gonna be in the next four years or whatever. Um, so then that way you can plan your investments accordingly. But other than that, man, I care less about politics. I just wanna know that we get someone good in office that's gonna be uh, good enough to represent the people, you know, because this is America and we gotta be united. So I want to see a B-boy run for president (laughs) That'd be hella funny Who would you recommend a B-boy to be running for president?
0: I don't know None of them really (laughs) (laughs) B-boys are bums Yeah, We need a (laughs) (laughs) B-girl We need a B-girl to run for president They got the shit together Yeah they do
1: man Guys is like always fucking shit up I swear to God
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah but I don't know I can't think of anyone particularly Someone who needs to be smart And yeah I don't know I, but i i want to see someone who's like um i guess who just like you have more of a relationship with like cuz i feel like every person that runs for office whether it's president or whatever it's just some like old motherfucker that i don't care about I'm like <laughs> yeah, you know what exactly. i mean like you're out out there playing golf like i don't <laughs> give a fuck about golf like yeah. you're out there talking about something else like i don't give a fuck about any of that shit so right. like It feels weird to 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 like vote for somebody like that, you know. Whereas like if freaking you know Rodney or you know Freak Rock came out and was like, "I'm gonna
3: run for president," (laughs) who's gonna who's gonna vote for me? (laughs) Like
0: like, let's let's go. I know this guy. He's crazy. I mean, he's
3: it
1: gonna can't be- go. He's gonna go and make the stock market crash. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, it's not gonna.
0: It can't be as oh, it, any crazier than what it's been now. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It seems like the whole world is on fire, and I don't yeah. know if it's the president's fault or whose fault it is. But it's just like, I don't know. China's I look, fault, man. It lo- to me, it looks like <laughs> you got a whole conglomerate of like just old old ass motherfuckers that just need to get the fuck out you know what I mean yeah, they and so like retired. if you just got rid of them there's a lot of young people that are in politics mm-hmm. now um, that actually seem to like have some interesting ideas and they're more willing to like work right. with each other like right. across parties and like why don't you get more of those people and get rid of these old pieces of shit like you know what I mean right 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 you know what I mean yeah uh,
1: but you know that's just the po- politics game is it's who you know you know what you know it's yeah. who you know And a lot of these guys, they, they just don't know how to give it up. Like, it's just,
0: yeah. Once they get the power, they're (laughs) like, oh yeah, I need more, I need more, I need more. Yeah. I mean, that's why you need someone who just doesn't want power.
1: Right. Or they have a term to their power. Like, okay. If you're a Senate. You can only be a Senate for this X amount of years. Yeah, I don't understand why there's not
0: term limits. I always thought that there was before, but then I recently found out that there's not. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, it's crazy. Which which actually, that's one good thing that Trump was talking about was he was saying, like, there should be term limits. And he was, like, putting forth a bill to do it, and I think it got shut down. I, (laughs) I can't imagine anyone in senate being like yeah definitely we should like cut my <laughs> term off like yeah. you know what i mean so that shit got shut down for sure but I what, like, what if
1: he put a term on his own age like you have to be you cannot be above 65 to run for president
0: <laughs> dude there's people that are 80 that are in i know that are in, i mean what's her name ridiculous. um that old like like what's that like Keeper looking lady um Ooh. Speaker of the house, oh, me. uh, Nikki,
1: Na- uh, Nancy Pelosi, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> dude, she's freaking 80. Is she really, yeah, oh, how, man. how many 80 year olds do you know that That's are fair. not like tripping? Like, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I, I, if I was 80, I mean, I don't even think I'll make it to 80, but if I did make it to 80, <laughs> like, fuck that, I'm not gonna be. Bro, in I am the not office. speaking
1: for like, no I'm, one's house,
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm out, yeah, dude, I'm like, I, I bro, probably, I can barely
1: speak at home, exactly, exactly.
0: So, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't realize she was that old. I mean, bro, that's crazy. I I guess she cleans up well, but I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah. Someone pointed that out to me. Like she's that old. It's like, fuck, dude, she reminds me of
1: like, a like a, like a secret society, like super clean. And like, like if I speak, everyone hears and has to listen. Oh, you know, like that's the persona that I get.
0: I, you know what I always because I'm the
1: speaker of the house. Like
3: <laughs> you know what I, oh yeah. You I know don't what
0: know. I, I kept thinking like you know it'd be hella crazy if like you find out that she's just a robot, and <laughs> and it's like Hillary Clinton is like controlling her or something. Oh shit, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Yeah, because she
1: kind of looks like this robotic like, you know like yeah sh- straight face like <laughs> laser eyes like damn do, do you have, your face have any facial expressions?
0: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, it's a little funny. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, politics is crazy. Um, I mean, we should definitely, yeah, get out of it, you know, before we turn into infowars. This has been uh, infowars. Thank you guys for joining us. <laughs> Check it out. Um, yeah, so find him on Instagram, swells one or bboy a bboy
1: underscore swells, and that's for uh, my Twitter and Instagram. All right, it's not very exciting, but you know, uh if you. Want to waste your your life checking it out? Yeah.
0: Go and ahead. if you want to waste your life even more, go to <laughs> Noise of the Broke Boys on Instagram or Twitter or YouTube or I don't know. There's probably some other ones too. You know, you can waste a lot of time for sure. Yeah.
1: You know. Hey, um, how does the sound of a uh, Noise of the Broke Boy sound like?
0: Does it sound like this? <laughs> you know. <laughs> hey, you know what? So you know the music that um that's the intro so... music and the outro music yeah so i made the music oh, myself okay. and i made it out of trash can sounds yeah that's what i thought I yeah like, yeah I, I i downloaded a whole like bunch of sounds off of like youtube and stuff and just picked out like uh you know um Get, trash cans getting hit or yeah. like car crashes and stuff so i took all these noises and i made a beat, <laughs> a I made a beat out of it so oh, man, that you know that's a little easter egg for people that actually give a fuck uh, yeah. about the show so
1: <laughs> yeah so if you you want to uh yeah check out his show man this is it's my boy kurt yep and uh known this guy for mad long yep it's been fun
0: well so thank you guys for listening Thank you guys for watching. Sorry, this show sucks and it was really long. (laughs) Peace.